Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. It is I, one of you, half of the hosts, wishing you a good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. It's Ed and Sean. It's Geeksters. Yeah. And welcome to episode 353 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am your host, Sean. Hello, Ed. How are you this Good, how are you? Not too bad. I'm a little disturbed by what we just watched. (laughs) (laughs) For those people who are playing the home game, we just watched the first episode of the Thundercats Roar cartoon on Cartoon Network. (sighs) (laughs) I, um, I, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how I feel about that, Ed. Um, thoughts <laughs> I, th- I thought it was a joke I, I saw this a while ago they were talking about doing this right and I thought it was some kind of joke I think we actually talked about it on the show with the artwork and all the anime right yeah and I, I guess it can't be real it just can't be and apparently it is because it's on the it's car- on Cartoon Network if you haven't done it yet I, I, I strongly advise you to download the Cartoon Network app, app. yep um, and, and that's the first two episodes which are called Exodus Part 1 and Part 2 um, they're about 10 minutes long. It's kind of, I would say, in the standard Cartoon Network um, format where it's like two shows in a half hour. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, Ed. Sorry. Yeah, I, I just watch it. And... Now, now, I mean, I, have you re- watched the original Thundercats? It's been a very long time. I did watch it back when I was younger. Um, it was more serious. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was a Japanese anime, kind of import almost in a way. I mean, I think it was America's version of, like, well, it was an America's show, that they, but they had that Japanese anime it was, created um, it. <clears throat> yeah, um, I remember watching it, and I remember how earnest it looked and how how not serious the animation was, I would say. Like, Chitara looked was sexy, you know, Lion-O, Pan- Panthro, you know, Chitara, or... Uh, yeah, Wiley Kid, Wiley Cat, well, yeah, they, Snarf. They were all like... It was like, to me, it was the most unique cartoon that I yes. can remember in a long time that was so out there that you go, it was it was like, it was bizarre, but at the same time, real enough that you go, I'm intrigued that I right. watch it, you know, being a teenager, I think, at the time. Mumra, you know, hey, hey uh, kind of a, a mummified bad guy. All right, you know, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm in. I remember watching it and, you know, enjoying myself. So what about you? I'm assuming you you watched it as well. Oh yeah, I watched. I think I watched every episode of the series. You know, uh-huh. because I was a young, I think teenager at the time. Sure. You know, and you know, and it was more of an adult cartoon in a way. Like kind of thing. That's how I felt about it. it right. Like you a, felt like you were being cool because you were kind of watching something that you know you're you're in that age of like, well, I'm too old to watch cartoons, but this cartoon's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as childish. Right. Um. Yeah, and they... It gives me stirring in my loins. <laughs> I, I think that first episode was 10 minutes long. This one? Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think it summed up like the first week of of that cartoon series because it was like a half hour episode. Right, okay. I think they did five episodes in 10 minutes. Like, like <laughs> right. how, how it was and, you know, they just gave you the, the short, short version. <laughs> the, the cliff notes, if you will. Yes. Right. And uh, they made it more comical, and you know, like, uh, well, let's say, I'm sorry, that's I, I don't that's know if it was the... supposed to be comical. Was it? I don't know. That wasn't that. I don't. I, I, that wasn't supposed to be funny. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be funny. I guess you know. I mean, it wasn't funny. I mean, I, I mean, there was it. 
Uh, if it's a little kid, it's funny. I, I, guess. I don't know. Okay, well, okay. Let me describe for those people who have planned on not watching it. Um, imagine the regular show, or no, not the regular show. Um, Adventure Time. It it looks like Adventure Time's artwork with um, almost like regular show comedic stuff. I don't know if I don't know if, if you've I'm Ooh, now it. you see that like regular show is more of like a dry wit okay. humor. This in one a way. definitely is. Um, maybe it, it was kind of it was kind of like to me it was like over the top Teen Titans guy. Okay, you know what? Okay, I'll go that way because. <clears throat> You had uh, Lion-O, who is the, the leader of the, the thing, seemed like kind of a, a, kind of reminded me of the Tick. Yeah. A dumb, a moron that doesn't know his own strength and wants to be the hero, but and does it in the, not in the way that he wants to, and he kind of lucks ass his way into being the hero. Yeah. <laughs> Which gets me a feeling that they're, they're kind of painting him as the guy who's the leader by... It, like just by default, he's like, "Well, we had no one else, and he was the only guy we had, and he's now our leader because the planet that we lived on blew up underneath us." <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Chitara is very like she's. If this was real world, she'd have an Instagram account because she's very self centered. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, Panther, Panth, the Panthro is it Panthro. Yeah. yeah, he reminds me of. Um. Cyborg in Teen Titans, Titans go. Yeah, that's, Look that's, at me, ho! You know. you know, I'm the only one who makes this stuff and breaks right. it. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Tigra seemed very the nerdy, bookwormy. Almost, almost, you know, they went to the kind of Robin esque, like the kind of nerd. Like, hey, this is the reason why you got to do this stuff. Yeah, you know, um, the kids are the kids. They haven't gone. I mean, it's the first first episode's like ten minutes. They kind of give you a rough. Hey, it's. Throw you in the deep end of the water for the show. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hey, here's Mumra. And there's these creatures that live on the planet, which is now Third Earth. Like, all right. Like... That was the saying. It was always Third Earth. Right. That was, that was, that was the premise. Right. But yeah. did they, I don't remember robot. Yeah, they were. They were, they were robot Ewoks? Yeah, they were, they, they were, they, yeah, they were, help, they helped build the, the, oh, the layer. Okay. The, yeah. Okay, Thundercats lair. You know they 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 did that. My, they, they, my think, Thundercats lore is a little rusty. Forgive yeah, me. it's it's been a long time. I mean, I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I knew exactly who they were, and okay. I'm like, really, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I think they were in the beginning. I think they're in there like in a few episodes here and there sporadically, you know, because it was always like that evil of the week and somebody needs some help and that right. kind of thing. And it's always like Mumra's always trying to get rid of Thundercats, right? For yeah. whatever reason. Because I feel like uh, it's kind of like the Lex Luthor, right? But uh, okay, but this, this TV show paints it as if the Thundercats just fell onto this new Earth, and they just were like, oh, "Okay, we're here now. We'll we'll rule the we'll rule this world." It's like whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, aren't you stepping on Mumma's turf? Like. Maybe you're the bad guys in this whole thing. Well, that's that's the, <laughs> that's always say because like Mumra was like the Lex Luthor of, right. of, of Thundercats because it was that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> like these aliens are coming in and invading in a wire by planet, you know. And um, actually, I'm on the Mumra's side <laughs> from that episode totally because it was just like, oh, we crash landed. I'm Lionel. I'll rule this place. I'm going to lead. Uh, my favorite. What's your favorite part in the episode you watched, Ed? <laughs> that it was over, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, now, I, now I'm gonna watch the second episode. Yeah, me done, too. And yeah. I get to see because it's only ten minutes, so it's not gonna right. take much of my life. But am I gonna watch the rest of the series? No, probably no, not. No, no, not. No, I, just, no, I got it. It's whew. 
there is my favorite part is where um what's the cat's name um snarf snarf turns out to be a robot <laughs> was that in the show i don't know Okay, he's a robot. No, he, he was like the nursemaid of okay. Lionel because Lionel was a child and he de-aged uh, quickly through because they went through deep hyperspace gotcha. sleep. Gotcha, all right. You know, okay, I think as they were traveling to Third Earth and uh, uh, actually, um, I forget the leader's name. That ghost, Lionel? No, no, the ghost. Uh, the, the Oh, the ghost guy. Yeah. The Obi-Wan of the group? Yeah, the Obi-Wan <laughs> of the group. He flies the ship to Third Earth before he dies because... Uh, the ship was damaged and they couldn't so as somebody gotcha. had to pilot it so he was the one uh, he, he okay. elected himself it was a suicide run yeah so nobody else aged except for Lino because he was a kid in the beginning and then he became uh, a full adult but okay. he still like that as that childlike gotcha. mentality and that's why I think that's what they were trying to portray in this whole episode he kind of talks like this and he was like a, it sounded like a moron yeah you know? like, like I said it reminded me like like the tick yeah you know um, so Snarf basically looks like he's going to be the one that kind of Beats the bad guys in yeah every time yeah, like, he's like, gonna yeah, come in and yeah yeah he's gonna be what, what TV show was that was where um it was never he had the hero but he never really was the hero it was his sidekick who was doing all the, the the real hero work and it wasn't a tick it was like another show where you had the bumbling idiot hero and then it wound up being like the I I for life of me I kind of remember. A show where the, the only thing Green Hornet is the only thing that comes to mind. I okay, maybe maybe, maybe Green yeah, Hornet. Yeah. He wasn't a bumbling idiot, but definitely yeah. the I'm I'm just a rich guy. But hey, it's Cato who's doing all the work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt like this one was. And then, well, Inspector Gadget did that. Okay, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, no, there the you dog, go. The dog and and uh, okay, Penny yeah. would always. Uh, they're the hero. They're the real heroes. Yes. Right. Very Inspector Gadget. But there is that moment where Snarf saves Lion-O from the mutants, and. Well, actually, Mumra does it. He kicks off the he kicks the mutants off his lawn, basically, <laughs> and Lionel does the what? And I was like, oh no! <laughs> I was like, oh joy! Again, it's probably gonna be a hit among kids because it ain't for us. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. No kids gonna really understand the sexiness of Chitara because she's too busy trying to run fast. <laughs> uh. <sighs> well, that's what we did. That's why That's why the episode starts 10 minutes later than it should have. No, it doesn't. It starts whenever you push play. See, see what I did there? We started recording 10 minutes later because we had to watch that. <laughs> uh, sorry, Ed, 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 how was your week? Uh, not very good. I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to okay. get into it. No, no, it, sure, you sure. Know, you, know, I, you know why, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I don't want to poke fun of it or anything that happened this past week, and, and there, there, there is no... Uh, right thing it just a personal thing happened this week and, and i'm just, you know just getting right. through that but uh, you know i tried my best getting through the week and uh, but we did watch a movie thursday but what did you do besides before we get to that did you do anything uh, fun and exciting or i think no. uneventful no nothing really it was pretty it was pretty uneventful um i'm in um i'm just work really um i have done some video gaming a little bit here and there but not much on the not much on the front of like woo Sean's getting somewhere I'm playing uh, more, a little more Death Stranding so I get some likes and I downloaded a couple extra games that I had in my library that I was like you know what I have this game maybe I should start trying to play it like I started playing Call of Duty Call of Duty oh really I started playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare um, I'm a little weird I'm, I'm kind of curious I realized I played like a couple hours I didn't get a single trophy and I'm like that's weird I thought like 
I'm playing the story, there'd be at least, hey, you finished chapter one. Like, yeah. But there isn't. I'm curious. To, I'm like, a part of me is like, well, maybe I should see if there is trophies. I don't know. You know maybe there's not. <laughs> like, it's possible, but... It's I'm only in it for the trophies. Kind of takes a, takes a fire out of it. I mean, well, like... I did finish Luigi's Mansion um, last week, I think it was. I didn't mention it. I finished it. Okay. And I made sure I wanted to get all the booze and I got all the gems. I, you know, I basically, um, I didn't 100% it, but I got pretty close. The only problem is there's no, there's like a little achievement thing in the game where you go, hey, you did this and hey, you did that. And I was, I was like, oh, okay, I did it, but it didn't feel the same as with that, that bing popping up. Yeah. It's not the same. And I'm like, fuck. <sighs> okay. You know. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take it. I'll have to let it go. I'll let it go. At least I finished the game. You know, <laughs> at least I completed it. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, nothing much. Um, other than coming to your place and watching uh, the movie of the week. Oh. <laughs> I will tell the title. It was called The Hustle. Okay. And, and it was uh, Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson starring in this film. Yes. Now this is um um um. <clears throat> I think I need to sidetrack you just for a okay. little. Okay. Because this is the movie that is basically a gender bender, gender bend version of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Right. Okay. Um, I remember it coming out in theaters. I was just saying, this is, this is the thing. This now, is the, I was going to say, this, this is the movie that Ed, if those of you who are fans of the show, Ed's been dying to see this movie. I, dying. I, I love Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Every time it's on, I own it, I own it on Blu-ray now. I, I, I love this movie. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels to me was a quintessential like 80s movie. That it was just good because it, it like it, to me it was it was one of those funny like like Steve Martin and it was Michael Caine right. the two main actors in this movie and in, in the original movie and I love it like like I always think it was great because it's always a good tale because it's 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 a it's a like a, a it's a con tale but like in a way it gets flipped at the end and, and it's right, it's a funny right, right. ending you know and you go I enjoy it and I don't know why it's one of those movies there's, there's Steve Martin movies that I really love that's one of them Free Amigos uh, there's a couple others off <laughs> full uh, disclosure I never liked the movie <laughs> I never liked I, I, it's, I, I didn't like Dirty Ron Scandal I just didn't find it as funny as some other people do because it's case it's, upon you I guess <laughs> <laughs> yes and the, the thing for me was it was one of those movies that like I never seeked it out like I saw it once uh-huh. I think I rented it or something. Right. I enjoyed it, and that was it. I moved on. Like right, you know, like right, right. whatever. Who I cares? saw it in the theaters. I might have saw it in the theaters. I don't right. remember. <laughs> I, I just remember it's, seeing it once. Yeah, it's fuzzy in your your your, your memory. You're going, I remember seeing that movie. I just but, don't remember how. But then every once in a while, it'd be on TV, and you would watch it, and I'd still enjoy it. Like I'm like, you know, it's it's a good movie. It's not like you know, like a movie that's like, oh my god, this movie's on. But it's like, hey, you know, right. nothing else is on. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. It's Scoundrel. a hidden gem, right? It's a hidden gem. Okay. So after a while, my appreciation built and built and built for right. every every time I'd see it. And I'm like, and I never thought to, to own it on DVD or Blu-ray. Right. Like, never, right, right. never crossed okay. like, on a list of all the hundreds of thousands of movies I have. I I never I never thought of owning it till recently. Okay. And then one day I'm in a theater watching another movie. And the trailer comes on for The Hustle. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on here. I'm watching this trailer. This look, movie looks like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> right. You know, like... like the penisless version. <laughs> the penis. <laughs> no dicks. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm like... And at the end of it, it says, like, like I think from the producers of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Right, something, yeah. something that mentions Dirty Rotten right, Scoundrels right. at the end of it. And you go... Oh, they're remaking it now as a modern version. And at first, I'm like, "Why?" Because <laughs> we have to, Ed. We have to. 
And I'm, I'm not saying that the Dirty Stratton Scoundrels is perfection. <laughs> I, you need to redo this movie. It's been 30 years, 40 years almost, 30, 30 years. You know what this this movie didn't have, Ed? Women con artists. <laughs> it did at the end. There was a... Sure? Th- at the end. Okay, yes, one. Right. But that's supposed to be the, oh, at the end. This is, no, we need a whole movie about women con artists, and we're going to make it a comedy. So so I'm I'm like I got to see this movie. I'm actually going to go to the theater and see this movie. Hey, you were you were it was like a it, high like you were like oh my god, you were on fire. It was it was never in the top 5 movies. Nope. So I completely missed this movie <laughs> coming out. Next thing I know, I go to I go like every week I go to the store, you know, looking at deep blue rays DVDs. <laughs> there it's sitting there for a fucking like a high price nothing. I'm like I ain't paying this up. It looks like 30 bucks for this. I'm like I'm you, not paying 30 brew for it, it was announced you could go into the bathroom, take a big long dump and after you come out it's on video. That's how fast this movie was exactly. in theaters. It was like, "Oh, wow, I can't wait to see that. This is going to be awesome." Hold on for a second, I'll be right back. <sighs> bloop 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 dropping the kids off at the pool, <laughs> reading the newspaper. You're like, "Oh, yeah, 20 minutes later, you flush, you're coming out, you're like, "Okay, let's go see it." What? It's on video? Holy shit. <laughs> you blink and you missed it. And it was like twenty nine ninety. I'm like, fuck you! I ain't paying twenty nine ninety nine. I don't even know if this is any good. Like, <laughs> I'm not thirty dollars invested. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for either to go down in price, which I thought it was, because if it was in, on video this fast, right? It's got to. Right. It's got to be like. Or I'm asking it for Christmas, <laughs> and that's what ended up happening. Came, came for Christmas, and and I'm like, I gotta share it with somebody. <laughs> Hi, I'm somebody. <laughs> I gotta find a pigeon. <laughs> and sure enough, I put it down. I because I have a pile of movies now that we have to watch, and they're all terrible movies. There's, I don't think there's. Well, there's a couple of movies that well, are like. Okay, this like, is this was my pick of the litter. Okay, um, the Joker movie, which mm-hmm. I have seen, Ed has not. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Batman, which I have seen, Ed has not. Uh, was Batman Superman versus, versus the Fatal Five, Five which, or Justice League versus Justice League, the which I have not, neither one of us seen that. Right. Uh, Wonder Woman Bloodlines, neither one of us seen See. that. Um, that documentary on Sam uh, Life Neo, After Flash, right? Something by the way, folks, he hasn't even unwrapped it yet. Okay, <laughs> I just want to throw like that like I didn't notice. It means he hasn't even opened it to see how the disc even looks on the inside. All right. It's factory sealed. It's, it's, it's factory sealed. It's, it's, it's fine. I've had it for almost almost two months. I haven't cracked it open once. Um, oh, two weeks. Come on. <laughs> right. Come um, for Christmas. And then uh, it was The Hustle. The Hustle. Yeah, and there was one more. There was one more. Men in Black International. Oh, Men in Black International. <laughs> well, I, I have seen, and I do not want to see that again. <laughs> All right. I, I once was enough for me. And oh, you I, did? Okay, you saw I it. I saw it free right, on I'll, a fire I'll, stick, and I'm like... I'm out. All right, I'll, I'll watch it on my own. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll I will watch it if you want to, and I will. Sit I'll, I'll there put and... that at the bottom of the list, okay. above, like above everything else. And then if there's nothing else, we have a weekend and a thing. And right. if I haven't seen it yet on my own, I, I, I and usually when, when something like that happens, we usually try to come to terms on a movie that neither one of us has seen to be able to get a fresh take on it. And I can't be sitting there going, "Huh? What'd you think of that scene? <laughs> Isn't that great?" You know, or him like, "Hey, okay, oh, this is my favorite scene in the movie, Sean. Woo! This yeah. is where this is the bad guy, man. Like, you know, chill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we wanted to have that fresh take. So I was like, you know what? Let's see the hustle. I know he. You. I was like, I know you really were in this movie, and you really, really, really want to see it. I'm like, let's watch that. 
I, I think Anne Hathaway is beautiful, so yeah. I can watch that. Rebel Wilson is, is hit or miss funny with me sometimes. Stacey can't stand her. But I always find Rebel Wilson plays the exact same character in every movie. Okay. It's just She's like a one-note comedy actor, okay. and, and which can be good or bad, depending on what movies you're seeing her in. Right. I, I'm like, okay, let's... I'll, I'll watch it, sure. I mean, I'm like, I'm always interested in seeing something. I was like, well, let's see what this take is. Ed, what'd you think of the movie? <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm, trying to I'm, like this movie. I'm, I'm, really... I'm, I'm fixing my microphone, <laughs> I'm just taking my time. Good. Because here's the thing I'm now comparing this because there's three movies that we've, two movies that we've seen. Wait, I'm trying to think what the other one was. There was three of them in my mind Ghostbusters, the female all cast uh-huh. Ghostbusters. There was another movie that was the oh Ocean's Eight. That oh, was the Ocean's other movie. Eight, yeah, you're right, right. Another gender bender movie. Yes. You know, wow, kind of thing. We have seen those three. And 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 the, now now it's the hustle. Right. So, and there there's another one out there. Of course, I think Men in Black International. I think it's another gender. Well, no, no, no. Well, because it has Thor. And it's basically Thor Ragnarok Part Two because it has Valkyrie and Thor in it. Okay. And they're the Men in Black. Okay. Except you know the girl who plays Valkyrie who's in this movie. She's supposed to be like she finds the men in black like she's a kid who gets away because uh, without giving too much of the way but she searches out the men in black and then there's like well you ain't part of the team you got to prove yourself go to the international branch which has got thor who's kind of like the almost alpha male type guy like the dude bro in the movie and you're like okay like i felt like the chemistry that was between the two of them in thor ragnarok almost disappeared in Men in Black for whatever reason. Mm. I don't know how, I don't know why. But uh yeah, I know but I wouldn't count that as a, a gender Okay, so so this is the third movie yes. of all the, the the gender swapping tales uh-huh. that we've seen. It's basically the same movie in a way, just in a different version of mm-hmm. it. And I have to say of the three, that was the best one. As a movie by itself um. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. uh, Ed, why? You go first. You go first. I did not find anything funny about that movie at all. I I've never seen a I never see I've seen Rebel Wilson. I know who she is. Right. And every time I've seen something like like she does a commercial and I don't Uh, find she's she's the spokesperson for Match.com. Yeah. Terrible commercials. I, I think they think she's trying to do jokes through that, and it's just <laughs> terrible. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, whatever. I'm not really paying attention. It's, it's, it's the uh, this is what this. Uh, what can I say about dating? Ah, uh, she's like banging on the desk and she's rolling around. She's like, and that's my thoughts on dating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's supposed to be funny. Like, like that's supposed to sell the. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, probably they they edited it down. It was like this long version of it, right. and like that was the best part of right. that. You know, here going ah. ah. <laughs> so I've never really seen her in any movie. Like the none that I can think of. You know, the only thing that I thought was was which I think was like the first Pitch Perfect or something like that. Yeah, she's in all the and Pitch Perfect she, movies. She goes down a pair of steps. This is all I saw in right. trailer. <laughs> Raft, and she gets up and she pulls up her pants. She goes, nailed it. And I, to me, that was like funny. But right. I'm like, you know, that's not something like I don't think like right. Was, it's a sight gag. Right. Like yeah, it's more of a sight gag than a uh-huh. than a funny line. So I'm like, I've never really seen her in stuff. Uh-huh. And this is the first time I've seen her. And right. I'm like, yeah, I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't find her funny at all. I, I think she was ad-libbing some lines. She Okay, for, full disclosure, she was one of the producers of the movie. So clearly she this was like a passion project for her. She was like, yeah, I'll throw money in because this is something I want to do. Right. All right. 
And yeah, like somebody else should have thrown money in. Because <laughs> it was, oh. I mean, she. There were, there were scenes that she did, like, there, there's like a Steve Martin. When Steve Martin does it, he plays this kooky cousin or, or brother of, of uh, Michael Caine oh, in the right. movie. So she does right. the same thing, but it's it's slightly it's a right. slightly. They call it the Lord of the Rings scam. The scam, right? Right, right, he, right. He, the 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 premise of the original movie, though, is is that Michael Caine always plays like a prince, and he's his right. his kingdom is is under attack, uh-huh. and he's in hiding, he's in exile, and all these rich women fall for him, and they give him money and jewels and stuff to pay for his revolution to get him right. back to his right his kingship because they're hoping to marry him become a queen right, like it's, right. that, it's, it's that whole thing it's the, I'm going to marry into royalty exactly uh-huh. now Anne Hathaway is doing the exact same scam the reason why she says but the thing is, what I thought was interesting was her take was it that women men love to be play the hero so yeah. women that's why women are better at being con artists because they can prey on men's natural idiocracy to want to be the hero in anything, right? So yeah, so she's be, she's being the queen, running the scam on people, right? And then so she so she kind of does the same thing, but Aunt, like instead of being the goofy brother that's you know slightly mentally ill, I'm trying to <laughs> try to be political like this climate, you know, because they use the different they use different terminology. They, they use the R word. Yes, if you watch the documentary, they use the R word a little bit. Um, anyway, um, so he's special. Yes, there you he's go. Special. So she she does the same con, but they call it the Lord of the Ring con because she's a princess and she wears right. like medieval <laughs> gowns right. uh-huh. and you know does all this stuff. And there are scenes that like you could tell were written, right? That were very to me very well acted. They uh-huh. they were not as funny, but they were like you could tell it right. was it was rehearsed. Uh-huh. It's something that she had to do and perform <laughs> to do a thing. There's there's also times that she has to I think ad lib something right like she gets a lose it's like that was good but can I can I can I get uh can I get like another take I want to do something myself like, right yeah yeah like, can I do another let's do another take in this I right. got something in mind I got, we I do I'm I'm a two take actor one for you one for me right I'll do what you ask me to do no problem I'll put my heart and soul out but just do me a favor I think sometimes I could do something a little better give it back to me and give me take one exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I think because she's a producer on it, she got more say right. in what went in there. Right. And the stuff that she, like, you could tell was ad-libbed. Because uh-huh. some of the lines you could tell were like, you know, like, she was like, it's, it sounds like she's trying to be intelligent and she does, like, a throw-off of words uh-huh. that, like, you know, like, something that you might not know of, like, playing a blind person. Like, right. like, like you don't think of all the things. And in a way, when you when you're... When you're an actor or writing a script, and you have to portray this to people that don't know nothing about, no, do not anything about blindness, you have to kind of teach the audience in a way. Sure. And in a way, they were they were kind of doing that, but they were doing it like I don't know, like like you, they don't know what they're doing, right? You know, like kind of thing. But in a way, like you, like if you're going to do this act, you kind of have to research it and play it off. Like they were, she was just playing blind. Like it was a last minute decision, and she went in and right. did it, and that was it. Right. And now she's got to, she's got to go with it. And of course, like it's like, well, what do you, how do you deal with blindness, and how do you do with right. this, you know? And it, it was the almost the same con in a way, like you know, sure. like Steve when Steve Steve Martin did Steve it. Martin did it. He was he was. Uh, paralyzed, right? You know? They did the paralyzed bit, so he's in a wheelchair the entire time, right? Right. So this time she was blind, uh-huh. you know, type of thing, and it was and it was all in her head, and it was the same thing. Which, I gotta be honest, I felt was kind of inappropriate most of the time. 
Like, I, I, I'm not, I don't have, I have a thick skin, clearly. But I was like, really, you're going the blind angle? Like, didn't someone get mad at that? I mean, no one, no one was like, hey, she's making fun of a disability. Like, in today's climate, I would have thought someone would have complained about it. Maybe that's the reason why it didn't last long in the theater. Well, as I was say, and, and I had a crash and burn because of that. And, and I mean, obviously, watching that movie, I could see why it crashed <laughs> and burned. Because it was like, whoo, like, this is a tough watch. Like, it really was. Like, I'm going to have to power cleanse myself and watch the original movie now to, <laughs> to, to cleanse this because this was terrible. There was a point when they're doing the like the idea is um well there's there's two cons one's the major con of they they have I bullet point the plot um Rebel Wilson's a con artist goes to a fancy town where Anne Hathaway is also a con artist of that town mm. she's very wealthy and for whatever reason there's this bigger con artist called Medusa. And that, you know, was a, a woman con artist. So Rebel Wilson thinks Anne Hathaway is that. And then they, she's like, well, teach me your ways. And then Anne Hathaway, the two of them devise this con of the, of the, um, print, the uh, what do you call it, the Lord of the Rings con. Then when that, when, while that's happening, one, it's time to get paid. Rebel Wilson gets pissed off at Anne Hathaway because Anne Hathaway is like, you're in training. You don't, you don't get paid. You're an intern. Like, you know, and so Rebel and her have an argument and, I can out con you, blah blah blah. Pick anybody, and then there they, there's what they think is the sucker guy right. that they're gonna who's supposed to be a tech mogul and he's supposed to be a billionaire. So they are basically like, hey, who can get money from that guy? That's our bet. And then it's okay. Well, the Rebel Wilson goes with the blind aspect, and she tries to recall con him out. You know, and they, she she kind of makes up a name, which kind of bothers me. Like I thought she was making up a name. That she was never going to be able to find this person. The guy's like, oh, well, that person's here. And it winds up being Anne Hathaway who plays the doctor. Just like Michael Caine played the doctor of the Yeah, handicap. Dr. Shawhausen. Right. And it's the same name they used. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was, like I said, it was, there was a lot of nods. Like, like if you looked at the two, the, they're very similar movies. Right. Like, 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 like if everything, the only thing was they modernized it in a way. And they gender bend everything. That was the, it's basically the only two uh, things that they did the only joke that i remember ver- visibly laughing at in the original version was steve martin saying he had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and michael said kane said go ahead and he sat there with this look <laughs> in his face and he went thank you right that to me is the funniest thing <laughs> in the entire fucking movie so there's a moment in this movie where she shows she has to go to the bathroom i'm like are they really going to do this joke? Because I love that joke, and they completely go a different way with it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I was, was kind like, of bummed. I was like, I was looking forward to that. Is she really, really going to see it going like, one way? Or are you going? I, I know what's going to happen because right. I've seen this movie already, and I'm like, oh, they went, they went a different way. I was way, like, was really? Terrible. Come on, you had the opportunity. To, like, you could have swung for the fences. Come on, you could have definitely gotten away with that one. You know, like I was really looking forward to the rebel. The look of just Rebel Wilson's face being like, oh. And the, the, the look you're thinking of is, is, is watching a, a, a baby looks like they're either thinking hard or pooping. And mm. nine out of ten times they're pooping. So it's, right. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's that look, you know, and it's like the, the pause. The, right. The, the far off look. look. <laughs> and you're like, oh, they look like they're really, really concentrating. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's just. Thank you. <laughs> the way Steve Martin delivers it, maybe that's the reason why they had to avoid it because you couldn't give a better delivery of that 
two word sentence yeah. than Steve Martin did. I there's I guess there's no way you would have to come up with something else. But it was I was kind of disappointed. I was like I was waiting for it. I'm like here it is. Oh. <laughs> And it was like, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh. and I'm like, I'm like, I was in a way like you go, you go, you can't really mess with the classics. And I'm like, I'm like, and that's the thing to me, Dirt and Rise Scoundrels is not a classic movie. It's right. Not, it's not a movie. It's like, it's got to be in your collection. Right. You must own this movie. You got to really like this movie for it to be in your collection. That's, that's the thing. Like, like you, you really have to be a fan of this movie. And in a way I am. And uh, that's the thing. And I, in a way I was kind of, I was kind of interested because of this whole gender bending thing. And I'm like, and, you, you piqued my interest, you know. Sure. Like, like I know the premise of the movie, and I'm like, I'm like, you, you got me. I'm like, I'm like, well, who's the, who's the mark? And that was the kind of right. thing. And they gender bend the whole thing because it's a woman in the original movie, and it's right. a man so it's in a this man. one. My and one of the other problems I had was why did Anne Hathaway put on a British accent? I just <laughs> like I just don't, <laughs> to me that was the funniest thing of that movie. I, I, I was surprised. I'm like, why is she doing that accent? Like when I saw the when I saw the the um, trailer, I thought, okay, she's probably doing that for the con. No, she's not. She actually has the British accent, which to me, my favorite line in that entire movie, in this entire movie, was was Rebel Wilson going to Anne Hathaway and saying, "Hey, Julia Andrews called. She wants her <laughs> accent back," which made me laugh hysterically because I'm like, the two of them started. That see, to me, that was probably an ad lib because I'm like, Anne Hathaway started in The Princess Diaries with we call Julia Andrews. Julia, Julia, Julia Andrews. <laughs> and I'm like, she probably did get the accent from. Like, that is so funny. Like, it was the joke inside of the joke. If you know Anne Hathaway's history, yeah. to me, that was funny because that seemed like a very ad libby kind of thing. You're right. like, that was, that, nailed that one. That one to me was the funniest line. Cause I'm, 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 the whole time I'm going, why'd she choose the British accent? Like, <laughs> I mean, was it because she did the German accent later? Like, you could have still done the her regular voice and then switched the German. German, right? I, 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 know. I was like, I, she's like, I'll do this movie, but I want to do it as a <laughs> British. Yeah, like and you're like, I, I sat down, right. I sat down, Rebel, and I was like, okay, I'll do this movie under one condition: I get to do a British accent. <laughs> why? I'm Anne fucking Hathaway. That's why. See this little gold statue? Ding. <laughs> That's called an Oscar. I get to do whatever accent I want now. <laughs> it's adorable. Accent. <laughs> I shaved my head and sung, and then, ding, Oscar. <laughs> now I get to do a British accent. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I didn't think it was that good. It wasn't. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, because you, you know what she sounds like, and you're like, no, <laughs> it's, I'm sitting there going. So no one went, you know. And like, look, I, maybe look. That's a choice. It's a bold choice. I just, what's wrong with just being yourself? We'll, we'll do. Well, like you said, let's do two takes. What we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do? This is what I want. I want. We're gonna do takes. One for you, one for me. Okay, Anne Hathaway. Sure, no problem. Miss Hathaway, you got the floor. Does the line in her regular accent? To be or not to be? That's the question. Blah 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 blah. Now, can I have one? To be or not to be? That is the question. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. I'm gonna stick with that one the whole, whole shoot. But it's, <laughs> it sounds terrible. It's, it's not really. Oh, hello, Cheerio. <laughs> she one time didn't do a fake accent like that too. Like the really bad, like my bad British accent, <laughs> which made me chuckle. I was like, look, she can act bad too. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Oscar. Oh. Where's my Oscar? Ding. <laughs> I yeah, oof yeah. It was. It wasn't a tough watch, but I was like, "All right, 
Yeah, I saw it. Now I can move on. Now, yeah, now, now, now I made my 2020s complete. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I completely forgot in talking with you and talking about movies and talking. I did. Stacy and I did start something. Okay. I remember I told you she got me as an anniversary gift that 101 movies. Yeah. Um, I actually, we started watching, we watched Shawshank Redemption. Okay. It's, it's on the list. Now, I'm, I'll, let's see. Now, you've, you've seen Shawshank, though, right? I have seen Shawshank. Okay. So, like, we went through, what we did was we went through the entire um, list first. And instead of me scratching off the ones I've seen, we scratched off the ones that she's seen. And what we're going to do is we're going to watch all the, like, we that we might have seen in the past, whether it be with each other or mm. not. If she's seen it, we scratched it off. If I seen it and she hasn't, we didn't scratch it off. Now the movies that she scratched off, did you see? Yes. Okay. Yes, we had him because I there was like um, okay, I'll go down. It's a hundred and one movies. So hang on. Yeah. First three: Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Okay. I saw them. She's seen them. Okay. Then after that, it's Fargo, which I have seen. She has not. Okay. Uh, Sunrise, uh, Sunrise, a song of the two of two humans. From 1960, I have never seen that. Yeah. Like, the moment I mentioned a movie, she's like, who am I going to see that there? Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. Now, we only checked off Batman Begins and The Dark Knight because in her <laughs> argument, <laughs> her argument is while she's seen Dark Knight Rises, I have not because I fell asleep <laughs> watching it. So to her, doesn't count. So now I have to watch that movie. <laughs> You're all... <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I love this poster. Um, now, I love this gift. I want to show you that it looks like this. That's what the poster looks like. Yeah, put your glasses on, old man. <laughs> that's what the gla- that's what the poster looks like. Holy crap. Okay, so it's got like a scratchy thing that you can, like a silver thing, that yeah. like, a, like a Lotto thing where you can scratch off and it gives you like a VHS tape kind of look yeah. background. Yeah. So, you know, like... Um, Silence of the Lambs, which I've seen. She says she's seen it, but she's never really seen it like in its entirety in like one sitting. Okay. It's or it's always in the background. So we we both agreed that if if I fall asleep in a movie and it doesn't count, you can't count a movie that might have been on TV in the background while you were at a party and that you kinda watched. You okay. Know? It has to be like a sit down, watch, and focus. Yeah, but I I doubt you have um, like any movies on that list that you saw in the background of a party. No, there isn't. That's the reason why I. That's why we had to like when we're going on the list. It's if she said, "Oh, I saw that," but it was okay. Yeah, we would scratch it off. Yeah, if I saw it, I'd have to. If you know, like I've seen Silence of the Lambs a few times. So because this this is always the thing. I'm going to tell the audience this. Right. You know, when I first met Sean, he lived above uh, a beer distributor. Yeah, that's that's true. And we would, I would hang, come in and hang out at his place, and we'd play games and stuff and watch movies. He had a wall. <laughs> like, he had this huge, big-ass TV. Like, back then, it was, like, yeah. the, the biggest thing I ever saw because it was, like, the 90s. And it was, like, one of those big, huge projection TVs, I guess, yeah. projection, right? Yeah, it was a big screen projection. We were projection TV. But, but yeah. like, back then, like, you, like you, the biggest you could have was, like, a tube television with, like, 26 inches. This thing was, like, you know, massive. It was the one where you, if you looked at it from the side, it looked dimmer. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was old. I always wanted a big screen TV. It was a 40-inch TV. Because back then, yeah. that was huge. That was, like, yeah. for, like, millionaires uh, in a way. <laughs> millionaires. <laughs> Thousandaires, <laughs> which we weren't either. No, I wasn't. I used it as my, as part of my 401k. After I got, after I got, uh, can from work it was like i'm cashing my 401k and it's the first thing i bought <laughs> i was like if i'm gonna be sitting on my ass at home i'm gonna do it in style <laughs> and then to the left 
with this stack, a wall stack, like like it was yeah. like like a, a brick stack of all these VHS because you worked at a yeah. video store, I think at that yeah, before well, that yeah. one point in, line, in your life. So you had all these VHS tapes of probably hundreds of movies at easy, like yeah. probably like three most of them are screeners. So like it would be it'd be like, hey, if you've seen this movie, dial one eight hundred, no copies or whatever it was. And sometimes the movies would go from color to black and white, and the, you know, it's like, yeah. it was weird to watch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was it was the most awesome thing you ever saw because like, it was like it was it was better than than uh, uh, <laughs> better than blockbuster because <laughs> it was just like just like so many different movies and so many yeah. different genres and all that kind of stuff. It was just like and it was like like you know I have a wall of DVDs now and it like really does it pale in comparison <laughs> of what it looked like. You know, you realize like so colorful and different colors and different it was, you know, titles. It was the hoarder version of a video store exactly. <laughs> so i was like for, for for this kind of gift i'm like i'm like he's probably seen them all if you like if it's like i said it's very rare like they're, they're very rare few right well okay well i'll, I'll go on um after dark Knight rise it's sons of the lambs uh the apartment the 1960s apartment which okay. i think i have because i think that's the um um alfred hitchcock yeah um, I have an Alfred Hitchcock Blu-ray, like, best of kind of things. I had a lot of his movies, which are on here. I just never got around to seeing them. Mm. Um, Citizen Kane, I've seen. She hasn't. Shining, we've both seen. Um, Wild Strawberries, Raging Bull, Goodwill Hunting, Cool Hand Luke, Dead Poet Society, Network, The Grand Budapest Hotel, which, ironically enough, she's seen and I haven't. The Big Lebowski, Fistful of Dollars, Seven Samurai, 2001 Space Odyssey, Eight and a Half, uh, Notorious, uh, 1946, not the Notorious B.I.G. movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Memento, The Matrix, The Third Man, Reservoir Dogs, which she was very proud to, to scratch off because we watched it here. Yes. <laughs> uh, Muddy Python and the Holy Grail, Pan's Labyrinth, Ghostbusters, the uh, 84 version, Double, in- Double Indemnity, Strangers on a Train, Saving Private Ryan, The Usual Suspects, Blade Runner, again, she was very proud to say, you know, yeah. The Departed, um, let's see. There's a lot of there's some movies I haven't seen on that list. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I gotta watch that one. I gotta see this one. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm just trying to get. That's amazing. Uh huh. Um. All right. Um. Yojimbo. I don't know. It's a 1961 movie. Uh, Forrest Gump. Let me double check. Let me sure. Yeah. Right. Forrest Gump. Shawshank Redemption, which is the movie we decided to start off with. Okay. Casablanca, Clockwork Orange, uh, Garden State, Jurassic Park, Back to the Future Part 1, 2, and 3, Boyhood, Alien and Aliens, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, so that's another three movies, Fight Club, 12 Angry Men, the original version, not yeah. the remake, uh, Persona, um, Psycho, Doctor Strange Love, or How I Learned to Love the Atomic Bomb, right. uh, Treasure of the Sahara Madre, uh, Rashomon, which is a 1950s movie. Like, I don't, some of these movies, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to go see these because she can't stand old black and white films. Well, I can. I'm like, that doesn't even sound interesting. Uh, Vertigo, Rear Window, two hour, solid stables. Yeah, so very uh, good movies. Right. Um, I haven't seen them in a long, long right. time. And they're in that box set, so I'm like, okay, I can, I'm good with that. Um, the General, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Bicycle Thief, Seven, City Lights, Ikiru, Jaws, Apocalypse Now, uh, all three Raiders of the Lost Ark movies, uh, which you can only scratch off the first one because that's the only one she saw. Okay. Uh, the Good and the Bad and the Ugly, uh, The Terminator, Terminator 2, Taxi Driver, 
the 400 blows. Now, taxi drivers was another. She's seen a bunch of times. I have never really sat down and watched the entire movie. I've seen clips of it, so we didn't scratch that off. Okay. Um, Actually, I haven't seen that. I have it. I right. Seen it. Yeah. Um, the 400 blows. North by Northwest, The Night mm-hmm. of the Hunter, Chinatown, uh, Princess Bride, Goodfellas, Almost Famous, Full Metal Jacket, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. Well, Pulp- she did scratch off the Princess Bride. Yeah, uh, she did. She was very happy that she could scratch that one off. Yeah. She's like, so I don't have to sit through that one again. I was like, uh, all right. Yeah. She didn't like that one. Yeah. Pulp- Which I, just, I find best. Uh, you know, I'm it's different time. They're, you know. Yeah. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Die Hard, For a Few Dollars More, The Red Shoes, Interstellar, The wage, uh, Wages of Fear, The Godfather Part 1 and Part 2, The Bourne Identity, Internal, uh, Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Schindler's List, and Avatar. So I was like, all right, now I know that um, I, I think I'm missing a page because I want to say... Yeah, it doesn't sound like it was 101. It's close. Because I remember um, Blade Runner... Oh yeah, there's like a Fight Club. Was it Fight Club? No, yeah, no, is. but it's all there. Oh okay, yeah, it's all there because um, huh. there was um, the the what do you call it? Clint Eastwood's No uh, Man with No Name trilogy is on there. Yeah, uh, a few dollars more for a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more and Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, so I'm like, I could totally watch those. I don't know how she'll feel about them. But I'm like, all right. I mean, is she it's something that she wants to do? We'll, we'll, uh, I'll ride this wave. Yeah. You know. So I, I was like, it's an interesting. It's it's nice because it's like, okay, well, what movie do you want to watch? And we'll just scratch. You know, after we get done watching it, we'll scratch it off. Yeah. Like after we got done watching Shawshank, which she loved, by the way. Yeah, it was you a know, good movie. That it's was... a great movie, and I, it kicked me in the ass because I realized I don't own it. We I had to fire stick it, you know, and yeah. then it was like it's a two and a half hour movie, so every once in a while we'd have to wait for it to buffer up. So it was like, fuck. But it's one of those movies where it's like it it bummed me out that I didn't have it because at the time I think I either had to pick Shawshank Redemption or The Green Mile, and I picked The Green Mile over Shawshank Redemption for whatever reason. I think because it was a Michael Clark Duncan thing at the time. Oh, uh, okay. You know, yeah. um, and Tom I'm Hanks. Just, I'm just seeing if I have it. What <laughs> Shawshank? <laughs> it's checking his Rolodex of movies. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what Stacey and I... Yeah, been... I have it. Yeah, all right, good for you. Yeah, I got Shawshank. All right, it's in my list. <laughs> so, it was, it's like, uh, it's, it's something that's that's what we did la- um, this past week was watch Shawshank, which I, I liked it, you know, and I knew... She got real invested. She was like, well, what about this? Like, when she gets really invested in something, she'll start asking a bunch of questions, and I'm more like, I'm the, watch, watch the movie and find out kind yeah. of person. Like, like... I get it. You know what? You're into it. I'm not going to tell you what's, you know, what he needs that for. I'm not going to tell you if you're going to find out if he did it or not. It's not, it's none of your, it's, you'll find out in the story. Right. She's like, oh. And then because it's so long, we actually, it was getting kind of late. We kind of, we had to split it up. It was like, we had like an hour and a half in. We went to bed and we fixed, finished the next day. But she was like, I can't wait. She was really excited about seeing it and seeing how it ended. She, she really liked the movie. So I'm like, yay, good job. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm assuming that some of those movies are going to be hit and misses with both her and I. Like, you know, I, I can sit through Vertigo and uh-huh. be okay with that. Um, I don't know. Like, it, she might have a hard time watching Psycho because she's not really into the black and white film. Schindler's List she's probably going to have a problem with, too, because even though it's a more modern, it's it's an older movie, still feeling the black and white. Yeah. You know, um, and I get it. I used to be that way too. 
you know, I, I used to be like black and white. I don't know. What's the, what's the big deal about black and white? I can't, it's kind of, but then I started realizing that sometimes the black and white adds more drama and more shadows and lights. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a choice, not a, not a requirement. I mean, see, and I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, like, like there's only a handful of black and white films that I own right. that I like. And like my mom and I would watch a lot of Turner classic movies at the time, like, like when I was living at home and all, you know, and there were a lot of movies that are terrible. Right. Like, you know, and it's just like, but I mean, that was the thing. I mean, like, like movies back then, they were cranking them out. Right, like, yeah. you know, like a, like a World War machine in a way. And they had to get, like, there was no, like, you know, like today where it's just like, you know, Avengers are going to be delayed six months or, you know, just right. like delayed six months because they have a problem and they got to, you know, do it. It's like, this has got to go out no matter what. Right. Like, you know, and there was, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. You weren't sick. You were, you were, you were in that, you know, yeah. uh, tent putting makeup on and getting rid of the redness or whatever, or whatever, yeah. to make it more, you know, so you're more black and white. <laughs> but that was, that was the way. Like, and it was like, and some of it you could tell was just like a terrible movie, but then there were some movies that were really good. And you go, all right. And it's, and, it's it's the same that's it's it's really to turn like like I've watched a lot of like Chaplin because I was like right. doing the Chaplin right. cake for a while right. and I watched it. There's a lot of soccer movies like like they they think like a lot of people think like Chaplin's like this great actor that right. And and like, think, there's a handful of movies that is good in you know it's like I think everyone goes when they say Chaplin was so great I think they always focus on the dictator. Yeah, you know that speech that he or the kid gave. like the first right. movie when the first movie right like know, he always give you the first and the last one you know and you never like there's some stinkers in there yeah you know like there's yeah you can't you but it's like the I mean granted he there was a handful of, of ones that are really good sure I say for him you know like like but Harold Lloyd he was another one I'm like right. I'm like I don't think it was that great like like you can you tell me a Harold Lloyd title Not no right nope. and that's saying there's never there's very few people that can do right. that to stay. You know, uh, there was another uh, one of those ones, but they were, that was the same. Like right. that's the way they were. Like you know, like Fatty Arbuckle, right? Who Fatty Arbuckle. Who's that guy? I don't know. You know, he was an actor, and apparently he f- raped a girl with a coke bottle. I think that's that's a story in Hollywood at the time. It was like, yeah, those crazy kids nowadays. Yeah, yeah Fatty Arbuckle on his latest date. Uh, right. You, so, know. you can remember that, but you can't remember. You know, I like, can't remember a single goddamn movie I've ever seen him in. Yeah, because they were so old, and I don't remember even seeing clips. Yeah. You know, so yeah, uh, but that's the thing. Like, like you know, like with black and white, it's the same thing. But it's like same with color. Like, yeah. there's some shit movies. You know, yeah. like you have an actor that's really good, and then like there's some movies you go, wow, that was just terrible. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like who made that choice, right? <laughs> you know, Robin Williams made some bad movies. Yeah, he you did. know, you know, yeah, he and, did. But there's a lot of his career. Like I'm like watching now a lot of interviews on YouTube. Now I got to back of this well photos <laughs> uh, whole of, uh, of uh, watching old video old. Uh, I think I've watched some stand-up of, of Rob Williams. It's like, well, if you like this, you oh, know, he yeah. was on Carson. You know, right. you know. Follow this link. And next thing you know, you're following down a well going, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> and So, you know, so he's like, they're, they're talking about movies like Toys and Popeye. And you're going, right. yeah, those, those were just... Speaking of Popeyes, it's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, I, I, I was coming through Netflix and I saw it. And I'm like, I'm going to rewatch that. Because a part of me feels like I didn't give it in the proper attention that I think it might have deserved. Okay, well, here's the thing. Right, you, you ready for this one? Uh-huh. I was watching stand-up of Robin Williams, like an old, like, I think he just did Popeye, or like, it was, it was right. after he did Popeye. Right. And he actually makes a joke that he did it for the paycheck. Okay. Like, you know, like, sure. so he knew it was terrible too, right. but he just went with it, you know, because he wanted the money. It was, well, because it was his first major motion picture. Yeah. And I, you know, obviously you want to jump on that. Like, I, you know, sometimes it's not as great, like, uh, 
that you think your first you go from TV to movie star was always harder. Yeah. So I guess you take what you can get. But I mean, <laughs> I remember he was it was a spot on Popeye. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he really got it down. So part of me is just like I hear people now kind of go back to that and look at it in from a different prism. And, it's a cold classic, is what it is. Right. I mean, and like, so there's... part of me is like, uh, maybe I should give that one a, a, another go. Like, you know. I mean, I just watched it recently. So oh, I, yeah, uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. I mean, I enjoy it, but I know I like I enjoy it because there's there's other actors in there that I know right. of. There's an, I can't think of his name. I can never remember his name, but he does a lot of physical comedy. Okay. You know, and he's uh-huh. he's a he's an he's a side character in the movie. Is he? Does he play Sweepy? No. Oh no! I know. I think I know who you're talking about. And I, this, I think, in my head, I can always, I can already see him. He, he's more of a physical. He's tall, kind of skinny. Um, let's see, Popeye. <laughs> I can't. You know. <clears throat> All right, I'm 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 looking at IMDb, okay, and I'm looking at the cast. Okay, top build cast. You got Robin Williams as Popeye, Shelley Duvall as Olive Oil, uh, Ray Walston as Poop Deck Peppy. Paul, that, that I think that he wasn't he my favorite Martian. Like, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. Um, you got Paul L. Smith as Bluto, Paul Dooley as Wimpy. Um, let's see. Bill Irwin, yes. Pam Gravy, the old boyfriend. Yes, he's oh, he was skinny. He's a comic, and I always remember him as his stand-up routine where he didn't talk. He was very mimey and very, very yes. client. And I always wa- I remember watching him and going, he was funny. And every time I seen him in something, he was all he always stood out. But he was always good at being like the physical comedic. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right. I, I, I said the moment you mentioned it, I was like, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I say like, like I, I like that, and then like, like some of the actors, like Cheryl Duvall, like, like it was like kids. I think it was like right after The Shining, you know, or yeah. right around there. He was the Shining. Of uh, those people who care, let's see, he was in. Um, I'm gonna say probably people would know him from um, Grinch Who Stole Christmas. He was Lulu Who. Yes, you know, he was the dad. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, all right. And then he was in that new uh, the Legion series on FX. Oh, okay. You know, and, and and by the way, if if I just saw read, I don't know, I think it's an article in her news that March third, they're actually dropping all the episodes, uh, all the seasons of FX onto Hulu. So if you're not oh, a Hulu okay. subscriber, you know this might be the time to do it if you're an FX fan. Like I said, I enjoyed that series a lot. Like if you see Legion, watch it. It was a good season. It's a real mind bending episodes and like so it's a thinker but it's not a tough thinker it's just like it's like really expands your mind and, and like you know how entertainment is and all and right. it's just really enjoyable he was also in the bobby mcferrin don't worry be happy yes, video with, with robin, robin williams. williams yes which you now which was 1988 video and it's funny because popeye was that 1980 so that means robin and them might, might have been friends oh, i'm sure they were you know like yeah. both two stand-up comics he was an eight men out he was in my blue heaven um, he was in, uh, let's see, Hot Shots. He was Buzz Harley. <laughs> huh. hey, he was in Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. <laughs> God, I love those titles. <laughs> you know, he's had like, it's always been like one role. He was in an episode of Third Rock from the Sun. Like, he was just that guy. He was kind of, one might say he was a character actor, the glue that held like, a good scene together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He was in a 
Rachel getting married um, as Paul, which has uh, Anne Hathaway in it, back in 2008. There you go. There you so go. there you go. Yeah. A lot of voiceover as Mr. Noodle on Sesame Street. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he was he was he did a lot of physical comedy there for okay. a long while. Like he. Was, well, I guess when they like Mr. Noodle. Yeah, like yeah. He, he, it was almost like a silent actor uh, thing because I always like if you saw like it's my friend Mr. Noodle and like right. he it, would do these goofy things. It cringes me to say this word, mime. <laughs> <laughs> He's an enjoyable mime, and actually, that's how Robin Williams actually started his career. Oh, really, as a mime? Yeah, as a mime. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> There's a little, a little. Uh, what do you call it? Tidbit of information that I didn't need to know. He was in uh, four episodes of Sleepy Hollow. Look at me now. Look, I fell down a wall. He has been in 14 episodes of Law and Order Specter's Special Victims Unit. He played Dr. Peter Lindstrom, probably the autopsy guy. Yeah. That's uh, that's. <laughs> uh, yeah, here you go. Legion is um, Carrie Loudermilk. Yeah. 27 episodes. Yeah, he plays a, he he his superpower is he he him and a, and a girl. He still ages every day. They they met when they were young. But she's she was in hiding, and she would hide in him, like they he would absorb him. Oh, okay. But she would she would come out, and she'd be a young woman, and like every time she would come out, she would start to age. So she would go in every once in a while, and she would actually defend him. He would he would be the weaker, but he'd be the intelligent oh, part of it. He would oh, build okay. stuff. He would be like the gotcha. the engineer, you know, yeah, kind of thing. Right. But she would be the, the one to defend him. He, she would be the warrior side of it. Okay, so. gotcha. All right, so. Uh... That's all I got. It's catching you up on my week. What else you got, Ed? All right. Well, let's do the top five movies. And uh, all right. Let's see where we're at here. Oops, uh, 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 okay. uh, uh, uh. All right. Top movies for January 10th to 12th this week, this past weekend. Number five movie was number 29 of last week. Wait, the number one movie? Number, number five, five movie. was 29? Yes. Watch me, cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's ju- uh, just mercy. It made ten million dollars over the weekend, and the total gross of ten million, ten point four million. So, I mean, so basically, four, it was I mean, like four thousand dollars at last week, and then the dropped to ten million. Wow. So uh, to me, that sounds like it went to limited run to theatrical run. Yeah, it's limited run for Oscar season, and then we're gonna pump it out to. Major release. Okay. Uh, number four was a new release, Like a Boss. It made $10 million over the weekend, and uh, that's its total gross. Uh, number three movie was the... What? I'm like, I don't even remember what that movie's about. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, it sounds familiar, and I think I saw it on... Uh, I'll, I'll look it up, Ed. You keep going. All right. Number three was the number two movie of last week, Jumanji, The Next Level. It made $14 million over the weekend, and 257.1 overall in the five weeks of release. <sighs> Okay, okay, okay. Like a Boss basically is, um, it has Tiffany Haddish, Rose Bryan, and Selma Hayek. Um, it's it's like, hey. Oh, yeah. It's a, definitely a, a, a comedy. Yeah. Definitely a comedy. The, in the world of beauty is about to get ugly. Like a boss. Uh. All right, keep going. Number two was the number one movie of last week, Star Wars, Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Made $15 million over the weekend and 478.1 overall in the four weeks of release. Okay. And the number one movie was the number 17 movie of last wow, week. okay. 
1917. Oh, uh, you know what? That's because it won a bunch of Golden Globes awards. It yes. won a cup, or it was nominated at least. $36.5 million it made this weekend and 39.2 overall in the three weeks of release. Wow. Speaking of Golden Globes, <laughs> yes. it's the sidetrack. Did you see Ricky Gervais' opening monologue? Yes, I did. I watched it on YouTube. Ooh, yeah, when I got home. And so. if you have Roku kids, you can watch the whole thing on Roku. I, I, I mean, I'm on uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yes. I'm probably going to go. I don't care about the winners and losers. Don't care. I was just interested to see what he was going to do for the opening monologue. And, Man, it was like he he took a flamethrower to that place. He, it was it was like he he said that this was his last time doing it, and you just he always kind of, says that he always does. But he, I think he was serious this time. There is no way you can get away with. Yeah, uh, we call it, pick up your little award, thank your agent, thank your God, and fuck off. Like it was, it was. Like, well, it was, it was the whole political statement. He's like, you're going to come up yeah. here and make a political speech. And, uh, da, da, da. Yeah, uh, and it's just, your room full of pedophiles is what yeah, you are. Was, and you're going. It, he's like, and Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know he was your friend. And, you know, it was like, <laughs> oh, and then later in the night, he did a Harvey Weinstein joke. Did he? Yeah, it was it was a, a brutal one. Like, I'm going to say there was, uh, well, I'm going to. I only saw I the, I only saw the, it was like eight minutes of, of the, the. Right, but this was close towards the end. Um, let's see, uh, you, you, you keep going on with you. I'm going to see if I well, can that was, find that. That was their top five movies, kids. We can go on to releases of the week while you look that up. I'm going to say Harvey Weinstein joke, because I want to make sure that this is, uh, H-A-R, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Let's see. Um, here you go. Here is here is the. Hopefully that it has the joke in here. Okay. Uh huh. Come on. Come on, internet. Don't fail me now. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Commercial. Commercial. All right. Nothing but commercials. Uh, ads. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Ooh. Uh, no. Oh, I don't like you. You guys suck. I'm gonna do that and. Uh, 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 uh. Man, I wish I could uh, video. Okay. Maybe. Oh, damn it. It always goes back to the independent. That's where it's at. From the UK. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Is it written out? Maybe that'll help. Uh, all right, all right. Here he goes. If the joke goes, our next presenter starred in Netflix Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing, sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> then, after hearing gas from the crowd filled with numerous people who have worked with the producer, he added, "You did it. I didn't. You did it." <laughs> Whoo. Oh, I was gonna try and play, but that's it's not you. Come yeah, up don't worry. I got, we, I got the transcript. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was particularly brutal. I, I particularly, I loved it because I was like, yeah, because I was always, I'm always have been a fan of him and his stand up. Now, brutally honest, he's always been. Yeah, and him coming out there and just, I mean, whew, I was like, this is. This is how 2020 started, and it's going to be a good year. Like, <laughs> like, just ripping through everybody. I was like, wow. He just mm, just let it all out there. Yeah. Just didn't care. I was like, good for him. 
You know, because it's like they're jokes. What's going to happen? They're jokes. You know? I, I, I think he's going to be back for 2021. I really no, think. they already announced it's going to be Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler. Oh, so it's going to suck. I, <laughs> I think they're going to go with, you know, it's, oh, someone wrote it on the internet. Oh, so you want to get some more Trump jokes in before he's reelected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, ouch. All right. Uh, so uh, that was a movie theater. So what, what's coming out in video then? That's coming on video. Not a lot, but uh, yeah. some significant titles I have to All say. Right. All right. First is Gemini Man is coming out this Tuesday. And I thought you said significant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How dare you? <laughs> How about this one? Maleficent Mistress <laughs> of Evil is also coming out this Tuesday. <laughs> you know what? Again, I thought the first one was good. Uh, you saw the second one. You didn't like it. Um, yeah, it was all over the place. I, I don't think it had a clear vision of what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I, and I, yeah. I, I'm kind of like, I mean, of course, I'm going to own it because I've owned right. I own every other Disney movie uh, out there. I'll get it out there. I'll get it at some point. Maybe I'll, I'll you, just watch it on the video first. Yeah, I say you'll probably watch it on the Disney yeah. Plus when. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, what else? Uh, for TV, we've got Krypton, the complete second and final season. I like that. Yeah. It's in the final season. Yeah, it's not that, like that kind of came out of nowhere. That final season part. So if you don't have season one, they are doing a complete series. Oh Krypton. yeah, of course. So if you want to pick you got a, a, whole, a whole thirty episodes, <laughs> more episodes than fucking Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oy. All right. For video games, we have Altered Shale, Alchemist of the Dusk Sea, Ooh. DX by T- uh, Koi Temco America for the PC, PS4, and Switch, and that's coming out Tuesday. Okay. And then for Friday, we have Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Sure, that's what yeah. it is. Yes. <laughs> by Bandai Namco for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And then it's on Friday, like I said. Um, I would like to just pick, put a little asterisk here. Yeah. Um, the game that came out on the 7th of January was uh, the Terminator game, not the Predator game. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, that's it, Ed? That is it. That is Two it. big titles, huh? Two big titles. All right. Well, then I guess it's time for the news. Time for the news. Okay, Ed. Uh, I want to start off with, um, uh, let's see, casting news. Okay. All right. This is always fun. Um, apparently, Christian Bale is cast in Marvel's Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, I did see this. Uh, I don't know exactly what role he's playing. Well, they think it's going to be uh, uh, Beta Ray Bill. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, if you say so. That's that's the that's the rumor. I don't know if it's the truth. Right. But you know, that's the rumor we're hearing, folks. That's the rumor. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't have. Any, I mean, I do have more about the article, but eh, who gives a shit? That's that's the thing. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know much about Beta Ray Bill. Neither like, do I. I know because I'm not a really Thor. Right. Like collector you know for comics so but ed it is also confirmed that colin farrell is going to be cast as the penguin in the the batman movie yeah i did see a video of this actually a couple days ago or yesterday mm-hmm. actually i think it was about it and all because they, they apparently they have leaked photos of him oh, really yeah and how they're and how they're how the how the movie's progressing what they think the movie's progressing okay i don't know if i should go any further than that Can we go ahead what else you, you, you want to hear it sure I do. okay well, apparently they 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 think it's going to be kind of like a quick origin story in a way, like a told in the flashback, you know, or like it's going to be like kind of like the I think the intro is going to be basically the killing of the Waynes again. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> me, Jesus Christ! 
His parents get killed more than Uncle Ben. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. So, so they they see the well the same this is somewhere in hell. There's a moment where the Waynes get killed and Thomas Wayne looks over and goes, Not again and before right before he dies. It's just it's never ending stream of well, Wow. The, the, Fuck. <laughs> Because the, the the I mean, this is all speculation. This okay. is all based off of photos that people have found on the internet. <laughs> we saw something a grainy footage, a grainy photograph from a thousand yards away, and it's well, it's a funeral service, and there's two coffins. Oh, uh, so they assume so, so that they think that's that's the thing. So they 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 thought it was a fresh idea that they're actually showing the funeral. Oh, first. so it's not like you know Thomas Wayne. You're not going to see the murdered. You're going to see him get buried. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see. Uh, because someone in, a, in an office building right now is a suit going, you know what we never see? The Waynes getting buried. We see him getting killed all the time, but we never see the impact on that and what it has to a child of 10 years old. I, you know, whatever happens to that kid? It's fucking Batman. You know what happens to him. You don't need to see, you don't see, you don't need to see what kind of damage the kid gets because you know why? Because in 20 years, he winds up running around the, the city in a cape and cow. Damage done. So then End it, the movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so then next you see uh what's his name? The who's playing him? Colin Farrell. Go, no, not Colin Farrell. Oh, um uh Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson in a, on a motorcycle and they think he's uh, like like you know when he's wearing a backpack and they think I have some storyline in the the <laughs> long Halloween or something like that. Okay, all know, right, all right. Basis. And then it's like the rise of of, of power of um Penguin is basically because he's not like uh, right. the head or whatever. Right. He's Oswald Cobble Pie, and they're going to show him. Okay, yeah. So oh, boy. he's like a lieutenant to I think Falcone or something okay, like that. Makes sense, you know, right. in the mob. And he right, sure. it's kind of his rise to power. And but okay. they do confirm that it is okay. Colin Farrell, right? Okay, yeah, it is Colin Farrell as yeah. Penguin, and uh, we call it. It is confirmed that um, Matthew McConaughey is going to be a uh, Two Face Harvey Dent. Yeah, in which I'm kind of like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Hi, Bruce. How you doing? <laughs> One minute I'm all nice, next thing you know I'm all crazy. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, it's gonna be my favorite part of the whole movie is watching. I'm really hoping he gets the two tone suit. Yeah. At the end, I, you know, <laughs> I just I really want to see what he's gonna look like. Half scarred. I'm all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna find you. I I'm just gonna be all right, all right. <laughs> Getting rid of it because I got my my coin. Flick. Landing on heads. Oh, that's not good for you. <laughs> Can't wait. So yeah, so like that's that's basically it. I, I, and it's like it's it's interesting because it's like I'm like I'm like well at least at least it's something different. But I'm like, why? Again, why? I, why they like we know like you know like there's other variations like like some kid goes I don't know what happened when I why did he become Batman? There's I, 20 movies, 10 I, movies. I just, oh my goodness. At least you, three, four movies that you can watch. You can at least maybe have Bruce Wayne and like maybe it's a scene and he wakes up from like a nightmare and it's like, you know, all right, that's how you get plus, around the, you know. Plus like, it, might, it might be, you know, it might be just a dream just, sequence. Don't, he's Batman. Everyone knows. You can have a guy stand out in front of the theater going, excuse me, but show of hands. Who here does not know how, who the secret identity of Batman is? And he, okay, you sir. His name is Bruce Wayne. Do you know how he became Batman? 
No, you don't. I'm going to tell you. You can have just a public service announcement, beginning of every theater, going, ladies and gentlemen, um, everything's fine. I'm the head of AMC Theaters. I'm just letting you know that Bruce Wayne's parents were killed when he was a child, and that is why he became Batman. Now, on with the movie. Like you can have. How do you a, have Robert Patterson come on the screen before the movie starts? He you, goes, "Hi, I'm Robert Patterson of <laughs> the Batman. I just want you to let you know that the reason why I become Batman is because my parents, Thomas and Martha Wayne, <laughs> you die. Can, you could have a scroll a la Star Wars. Yeah, in the beginning, episode whatever is ba- the no Batman. Batman. Thomas and Martha Wayne were killed in a gunshot. And by a gun in Crime Alley, and it caused Bruce Wayne to spiral down a path of righteousness and justice, to and as an adult become the caped crusader known as the Batman. Open movie. Yeah, <laughs> you could, you know, dan da dan da dan. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Batman. <laughs> you, can have, you can have all the other guys who've ever played Batman in the opening screen going. This is and all in unison. This is how we became Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a voiceover of every actor who have ever played Batman in the history of Batman. That's who still alive with us. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Uh, all right, Ed. So um, now the Oscars. Since we just talked about the Golden Globes, yes. Last year, do you remember what? Uh, do you remember the Oscars last year? No. Really fascinating, Ed, because last year um, Kevin Hart was supposed to be the host, but then oh, people right, decided right, right, that, right. To, you know, to say, hey, you know what? So many years ago when you were a completely different person, you said some pretty nasty things, so now we're going to cancel you. You can't be the, the host. And he's like, I already apologized for that. I'm not apologizing again. I'll, I'll pull myself out of the things. No, no, we really want you. No, no, I'm going gonna to step away. I said my I said my apologies back then. Right. I will apologize again just to say that I still am not the same person I was back then. Um, I'm sorry that I've heard any problem, but uh, you know what, Academy? Fuck you, I don't want the job. Right. <laughs> you know? Then the Golden Globes clearly didn't learn that lesson because they got Ger- Ricky Gervais you know, this year, and he blew everything up. Well, the Oscars this year, Ed, yeah. no host again. No host again. No host again. Oscars to go without host again. Oh, right. Oh, God. Because they were like, because after that, no one wanted to do the gig. Every time someone tried to throw their hat in the ring, it was like, well, no one wanted. It was almost like a, like a, this quiet protest of the Oscars. It was like, well. I think everybody's afraid that, like, like, right. like if it's like they came to us and go, do you want to do the Oscars? I'd be like, no, because it's like, if <laughs> I, I like, tweeted yes. something inappropriate. <laughs> Folks, yes, hire me. I'll do it. I don't care. Um, I mean, I'd do it. You know, yeah. I mean, like, if you think thinking those guys, if guys are geeksers, let's get them. I think that's how low the, the bottom of the barrel they got. I mean, everybody else said no. Imagine that. that, that. Yes, hello. Um, I represent ABC, the Disney Corporation. And we stumbled across your show, and we realized that of all the people, you two are the only ones that actively said we'd host the Oscars. So you know what? Time to step up, boys. You're going to get fitted for a tuxedo. Guess who the hosts are? You guys. <laughs> And right away, I'd be like, okay, but woo, we're about to get canceled real quick because here's some shit I've said no one wants to hear. <laughs> they go like, oh, boy. I mean, I mean, actually, you know what? You're right. You know, we'll do it. We'll definitely do it because something will have to comb through all the years of doing this show. 
and find stuff inappropriate, which is a lot. Which is a lot. I probably said something inappropriate in this episode <laughs> 10 minutes ago and didn't realize it. <laughs> and we don't care. And, and we just move on. And that's the thing. Like it's that's that would be the awesome part about it because that we would we would probably be we'd blow up because we'd be so popular <laughs> after that point. And I was like, yes, hi, I'm, I'm. It's an honor to be in front of all of you. You don't know who I am, clearly, because they plucked us out of obscurity because none of you fuckers want to do the job. <laughs> You're all afraid of being canceled. You know what? Cancel me. I don't care. I was a nobody an hour ago. Guess who I'm going to be in an hour from now? And nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. I don't care. We're going to be somebody's. We'll be somebody's until yeah. we become nobody because someone's going to come. Someone will go. Who are these guys? Let's go. I'm going to say all that free press because that's the thing. I guarantee you there's going to be somebody in my past, like an old ex-girlfriend's going to come up. He was a jerk, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be ex-workers and ex-classmates and probably a girl who probably said I said something I, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about anybody else. Coming up, I think the show alone, the body of work that we have produced the last five years, <laughs> six years. Do you think someone's going to know? I'm proud of the work we've done. If 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 it's if we get shit canned, it's because of the work we're doing today. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm proud of the stuff that we've done. <laughs> I'm not backing down. I'm not changing my format at this point just because of some, you know, act of God. Basically. Oh, Angelina, big fan. Sorry that you just gasped at my joke. I apologize, but what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> Glad you noticed me. <laughs> I can honestly say I'm not like all you. I've never been involved in any of the shady shit you guys ever been into. So, uh, our next presenter, yeah. <laughs> it'd be great. I would totally do it. Oh yeah, you know. Now, now I thought. Now, now you think about. It. Yeah, you know, do it. You I know would. what? It's, you get you, you get one one shot, one opportunity Ed, to make an impact. You just walk out there on the stage and go, "Yeah, that's right." I'm Sean from Geeksters. This is my co-host, Ed from Geeksters. You don't know who we are. We know who you are. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> Here I am, live television with probably a billion people watching. I just might pull my dick out. <laughs> <laughs> I might just pull his dick out. <laughs> Why? Because it doesn't matter. We're nobodies. You, I guarantee you right now someone's going, who are those guys? Geeksters. Right now, more people are probably listening to our show than watching this show. <laughs> Going, someone's combing. They have some hot buzz words like, "Let's find out if they made ins- they they've talked about rape, that they talked about incest, they talk about pedophilia, <laughs> they've talked about murder, they've talked about drugs, you know, just all those buzzwords." And you're just like, ding 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 ding. Here's an episode where the guy talks about fucking a horse. <laughs> Oscar material, folks. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that episode. <laughs> you know, like, hey, yep. It was My Little Pony, wasn't yeah, it? it was, yeah. yeah, it was Dirty Pictures of My Little Pony. That's right. That's uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. Guy I was married to. Yeah, just look it up, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Holy crap. Yep, there's a guarantee. It's, it's been a shining moment of our career. It's the uh, the My we, Little Pony episode. We talked about we were, we were gods. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, so once again, no hosts. Um, it was announced on, uh, let's see, well, the nominees were announced already. The quotes are, we expect that we're going to have a very commercial set of nominations and a lot of incredible elements that have come together to make us think that we're going to have a very entertaining show again, Burke said. Um, Burke is Carrie Burke, the head of ABC Entertainment, who confirmed that the upcoming film award show will have, no, quote, no traditional host. 
During her executive session at the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour on this past Wednesday. Uh, so, uh, Burke said when they asked why the decision was made in 2019, they were the first to go hostless since 1989. Kevin Arnold really announced we just discussed that. Last year's Oscars, which drew under 30 million viewers, saw a slight rise in the ratings from 2018, but still garnered the second smallest audience ever for an Academy Awards telecast. Part of the reason viewers returned to the Oscars this past year was no doubt to see if the telecast would go off the rails, given that the controversy that surrounded Hart's exit as host of the show. Variety had reported in December that ABC and the Academy were debating whether or not to go hostless again. The time crunch was on at that time, as ABC has already begun airing promos for the telecast, even with no host announced. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're going to have that show. We just don't know who the host is yet, but yeah, it's still coming. So yeah, you go, Ed. See, that's the thing. To me, the biggest problem is not having a host. To it's, me, it's the movies that they're nominating. Yeah, because yeah. uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of films that I I feel like like I don't I think they should have other like, I mean like they've animated you know like like so a lot of the a lot of them, a lot of the picks that they have are interesting like you know like like makeup sound sure. editing okay I get those you know like right. you know. Best supporting actor, best supporting actress, you know, lead, you know, female, male, so on, director. But like, like, like comedies don't really get too many, you know, like nods. Right. Like, you know, it's always dramas. And you sure. go, you go, hey, hey, that movie just came out like two weeks ago. It's nominated for an Oscar. Right. Huh, okay. And, and, and you go, and you go, really? Like, 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 like there's, there's more entertaining movies out there, you know, like, like, I don't expect like Endgame, you know, to. Right, it's not going to be sweeping the Oscars. Sweeping the Oscars, you know, I I get it. You know, like yeah, it's superhero genre movies are going to, you know, think. I mean, of course, Joker I think's in the mix. I don't know. Right, it is, but that's that's. I guarantee you, people are not going to consider that comic movie. That's going to be a character, a character movie. Yeah, you know? and I, and, I, and I don't think it's going to win because it's it's uh, because of I haven't seen it yet. I'm actually going to watch it. I was going to watch it one night actually this right. week because you said you saw it. And I was right. like, well, I might as well watch it myself because I want to. This is there was another one. On my list, it was the top. Right. Like the the hustle was, you know. I thought we were going to see Joker on Thursday, but then I, I then I was scared because the way the way you presented it, <laughs> it, it was like it was like it was like like kind of like scary in a way, I guess, or like scary, what, like, like 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 out there psychologically or something. Oh, like I that. mean, it kind of does fuck with your head a little bit. I, the reason, one of the main reasons, why I was really tired coming in, and I was like, I was afraid Joker was going to put me to sleep. Oh, okay. Because it's very slow, and obviously, how slow was it? It's okay. very slow. And I, I was, I was, it was again. It was one of those movies like I'm right. like turning on in the middle of the night, you know, right. like, kind of thing. And you go, I'm like, I'm like, I'm up. I'm gonna watch right. a movie. And I started watching the first few minutes of it, and then I turned it off because I'm thinking I don't want to have nightmares. <laughs> you're not gonna have nightmares. Joker to me is one of those nightmarish characters. You know, yeah, you're not gonna get that in this movie. Okay. Yeah, it's it's more of a to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, I think like right before I I left to come here. I was super tired and I almost fell asleep. You know, and I'm like, oh no, I gotta go to heads and you know, I'll be back and blah, blah, blah. And I, you're like, all the movies, I'm like, I would watch The Joker, but I don't know, I'm still a little tired. Maybe I'm afraid I'll fall asleep. And be like, <laughs> while we're watching The Joker, I, like, I wouldn't want that. I was like, let's watch a movie that I've never seen. Maybe I'll be more intentive yeah, to right. it, you know, instead of just The Joker. Because to me, the interesting, the best part of the movie happens 20 minutes before the movie's over. So it's like, you gotta get through almost two, an hour and a half of, of this character build up and this character, you know, this study of human behavior and and slow descent and the madness and when it finally comes into play, you're like, all right, now I'm in. 
Yeah. Like the moment he dances down those stairs, 10 minutes before that, the movie gets interesting to me. You know? Okay. Oh wow! Okay, like and that's where so it gives you all these elements to build on and build right, on and build and, on and, and build on and build right, on and, and build on. You're like, okay, when is it going to happen? It's uh, like you, it does build up that. Oh, I feel far, sorry for the guy, but no wonder why he snaps. It almost justifies him going off the deep end, mm. but then it also doesn't because of what he does when he's off the deep end. You're like, you people are like, oh, like, and it really is not that bad. Yeah. You know, in my eyes, again, hey, host of the Oscars <laughs> says Joker movie, not that bad in the violence. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. I said it. <laughs> Joker, it was all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was really, I was, I was more afraid. I was like halfway through, I'd be like, drool sliding out my mouth. You know, I'm, I'm assuming then if the Oscars announced, I'm gonna find out the ballots. We're gonna do an Oscar pool again. Yeah, I guess sure. You know, do the old hey, what's up? Who's better at this than? Even though probably have the movies I haven't seen. Neither have I. Yeah. Um, Ed. Speaking of movies, in the who the fuck asked for this? Department, yeah. Universal reportedly plans to remaking Jaws. Spielberg may produce. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, okay. So, um, according to according to these people's sources, and these people are um, innovate. I don't know. We got this covered. Um, Universal Pictures is in early development on a remake of the original. Presumably, this will be a broad adaptation of Peter Benchley's 1974 novel of the same na- name, taking us back to the summer resort town of Amity Island and its smorgasbord of shark bait tourists. Information on precisely what they're playing is thin on the ground at the moment, but the hope for Steven Spielberg is to produce the film. As he said in, 20, as he said in 2015, that he'd never direct a remake. Um, let's see, Universal don't, don't have to get anyone behind the camera just yet. But they're reportedly eyeing, eyeing it's Andy Muschietti, um, the guy who did it. it yeah. Not it's you know. Um, let's see. It would feature the cat would feature a new cast of characters it's set aside from the original. But again, we don't have a whole lot of details about the production just yet. Given that this comes from us from the same source, though, who also told us that Bill Murray was returning for Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, a Scream reboot in the works, and the Swamp Thing movie in development, all which are now confirmed. We have no reason to doubt this. Okay. You know, so there is, they have a good track record of their source. So, <laughs> um, Ed, how do you feel? Uh, I think it's a bad idea. I mean, you, the, this, like to me, it was one of those movies because people who don't know about Jaws, the movie was supposed to be different than what we saw. Yeah, you were supposed to see the shark a lot more. But the shark didn't work because right. it was it was not doing well in terms of uh, of that. It was when you when you put a mechanical thing into the water, sometimes they don't they, they some things do not react well to water. Ed. Yes, especially <laughs> mechanical things right. that have electronics in it. And like to me, it was like. The, the, Spielberg was smart enough to, to remake the movie basically to a psychological type of thriller where you right. don't see the shark, but you get an idea. Everyone of talks about the shark, so when you finally do see him, you're like, "Ooh, yeah. shit!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and of course, it was I think the perfect time. Like it was, yeah. it was like that moment in time, like this it was the late seventies, and you know, like stuff like that was not that epic. You know, in, right? In it doing... was it was legitimately Hollywood's first blockbuster. Yeah, first movie to hit a hundred million dollars in theaters. 
So you you in in a way you go all right. It's a classic. It's it's it was the first blockbuster. It's a classic now. You you can't mess with it and that that kind of thing. So now you're going. We're going to remake it, and you go. Well, they've done shark movies in the past. It's they, not like like they've done Jaws movies in the past. Like they they've made three other Jaws movies. Right, three. Like, yeah, 1987 four. was the last Jaws movie. It was Jaws for the Revenge. This time it's personal, <laughs> and that tagline isn't for the people. It's for the shark. Apparently, <laughs> I remember seeing that movie, and the shark follows them to um, Jamaica. I think or yeah. just outside Jamaica. Uh-huh. And to go after Brody's wife. Everybody else has been dead by a shark attack, and the last one in the list is her. <laughs> really? Like It was sad when you saw the fin with the marker with the list of people that scratch <laughs> it off the names. It bites somebody, just gonna fin just takes a giant stamp and goes thunk, <laughs> attaches to itself. His little jaws marks. That's what Tick that one off. <laughs> Sitting there at night looking down gla- room of glasses, going, Who's next? Looking through the yellow pages. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it was. T- I think it was. It was like the 3D, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was, was Jaws three. three. Yeah, 3D. 3D. That had Dennis Quaid in it, and the big hook on that one was that the Jaws, the shark in this one, breaks through a pa- a giant because there was like an under underwater like aquarium. Yeah, and there was this big giant window, and you see the shark getting closer and closer. And it was and closer. so slow. It was so slow, so slow. And I remember seeing it in theaters twice, and both times I couldn't watch. The scene where it breaks through the glass because it's it's actually now at this point the glass is the size of the of the movie theater screen yeah and the shark is supposed to break through I mean this movie was built completely all around the fact that this shark was going to jump out in the theater land in your lap and that's kind of what it did it didn't land in your lap but it, you know that very end scene I kind of looked through like the half uh, my eyes like yeah. like one eye looking through my fingers to see it break through and like you're like oh that was it really. Like it was nothing. Like, <laughs> it was just like, uh Yeah, but no, this one was the ending of I don't even remember four. No, this was no four the last one. Um the shark gets impaled by the ship that they were in because it was a, it was like a like a, a schooner yeah. or like a catamaran. Oh yeah. And what they did is they, they gave it it ate something that would cause it pain. Like it was like a electrical sh- oh. charge. <sighs> and it would jump out of the water like Ugh! would make this this groan noise as if it was hurt and every time it like it didn't jump out of the water but it came out of the water like instead of just going ow underwater it for whatever reason it felt pain like it was like ow and jumped up out of the water yeah and they timed it so that when it did ow the point of the catamaran yeah impaled on it that's (laughs) i think i saw the movie once yeah yeah and i was like Okay, well, that happened. It had Michael Caine. It had Mario Van Peebles in it. Oh, yeah. You know, it was, I think he got eaten. You know, I think I think it was one of those where he fell off and, you know, it was like, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was tough to swallow, Ed. <laughs> it was heart-piercingly bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know if you can remake that movie because now I think what they'll probably do is they'll probably make it more like the book because yeah. I read the book um, years and years and years and years later, you know, after the movie came out, and there's a lot of stuff in that book that never made it to the movie. Like um, Richard Dreyfuss's character is actually supposed to have an affair with Chief Brody's wife. Like there was like uh. a, there was like a, a lot more human elements, and the shark was almost like a backdrop sometimes to okay. some of the drama that was going on. 
And I was like, I don't fucking care that this guy's, where's the, you know, like, where's this and where's that? Like, uh, all right, you know. But, I mean, they'll probably try to make it more like the book, I guess, if they're going to remake it. But in my head, it's... It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea because nowadays, because the special effects are so good now, you're going to have a computer animated shark because they're not going to go, well, they might do, you know, um, robotic sharks. That's what they did for Deep Blue Sea. And it kind of worked. Hmm. You know, so maybe they will. I don't know. It just seems like a little... Uh, yeah, I, I remember seeing Deep Blue Sea in the theater. Right. I and mean, I laugh when Samuel L. Jackson right, got eaten. Right, yeah. Was, yeah. They're like, no, we will do this. And the old empowered speeches are just... <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie jumps out, bites him, carries it back down the water. You're like, oh, you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, LL Cool J survives. Yeah. You know? <laughs> him and his parrot. <laughs> Uh yeah, I just I I just I think it's a bad idea. Yep. Um you know what also I think is a bad idea, Ed? Firefly revival possibilities are wide open if Fox can find a way to reinvent it. Why? Uh, I mean, don't be wrong, I mean like I, I, I mean I, I understand like I enjoyed it. I saw the series. Uh, it took me years and years and years to right? like, like to see the series when did they come out in like the nineties? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I didn't see it till like the 2010s, I think. Right. And uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I'm like, wow, well, I, I, I could see why fans are passionate about this show. This is a really good show. You right. Know, like it's, it held up really well after so sure. much time. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, I could see why people were pissed off that it got let go. Like, you know, like you have to cancel after one season. And you go, uh, not even that. It gave the boot after just one season, which was 13 episodes that they, they did out of order, by the way. Right. So you never got character buildup. Um, it was the cult classic television series Firefly just might be revived at Fox, according to a network's president of entertainment. Uh, previously, Fox gave Firefly the boot after just one season, leaving fans of the show angry at the network ever since. Now the folks at Fox are apparently open to making things right by finally bringing back the beloved TV series, so as long as enough of the right pieces are there to make it work, obviously. Uh, Fox's president of entertainment, Michael Thorne, recently spoke with The Wrap about the possibilities of giving the fans what they want by giving them new episodes of Firefly. Uh, he's like, the macro answer is, anytime we look at one of our classic titles, if there's a way to reinvent it for today, so it's it's as resonant now as the original was and is to the fans, we're wide open. Thorne said, making clear that a Firefly sequel series is definitely a possibility. Though Thorne also acknowledges executive producer Tim Miner has his hands full these days, show running 911. Thorne thinks um, the concept of reviving Firefly is a good idea. Additionally, he suggested that the chances of a new Firefly entering a development have become much greater following the network's cancellation of Seth MacFarlane's comedy series, The Orville. Which is, for those people who don't know, a sat- uh, satirical. Satir- satir- blah, blah, blah. It's a satirical. Ooh, Sean's, it's a comedy take on similar <laughs> sci-fi shows like Star Trek. <laughs> Thorne says... <laughs> satirical. There you go. <laughs> I pulled the porky pig. Funny, funny take. <laughs> Hold on, folks. 
I just wrote. Okay. Now we're bringing back the regular scheduled program. All right. Um. So. Thorne said it didn't make sense for Fox to air two space-set franchises at the same time. CW has no fucking problem going, here's a thousand superhero movies, TV shows, and a Supernatural. Yeah. It doesn't seem to bother them. Why does Fox give a shit? But they'll do two 911 shows? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) yeah, uh, (sighs) Okay, so uh, with the Orville since trekking its way over to Hulu... There's a spot open for a new sci-fi series to have a presence on the Fox Network, and a Firefly revival would certainly fit the bill. Um, for his part, Miner 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 is also keeping an open mind when it comes to rebooting Firefly, but he notes that it would be impossible to bring back the entire original cast for the full-blown revival series. Uh, you're not going to bring back everybody, uh, says pointing out to Nathan's Philly, Nathan Fillion's busy schedule filming the Rookie as an example of just how busy everyone is with their own projects. Um, I mean, also, too, if you saw the movie, not all those guys make it. Yeah. Just saying. Um, uh, but prepared in 2002, by the way. It was created by uh, Joss Whedon and executive produced by Whedon and Thorne. Um, oh, 2002. 2002. Oh, I thought it was in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the series starred Nathan Fillion, Gina Torres, Alan Tudyk, uh, Marina Bakarin, Adam Baldwin, uh, a bunch of people. Um, right. Summer Cloud, Ron Glass. Who can't be in it because he passed away? Yeah. Um, set in the year twenty five seventeen, the show follows a crew of Firefly class spaceship called Serenity. Much of the, much of the chagrin of fans, the series was controversial, canceled after just eleven of its fourteen produced episodes were aired. These days, the source sh- the show still often tops Internet's list of series that were canceled far too soon. Um, in two thousand five, we teamed up with Universal Pictures to give Firefly a sequel in the form of the movie Serenity. As with the TV series, rumors of a sequel persisted for years afterwards. No other film or TV follow-ups ever since come to fruition. Uh, thoughts, Ed? As, 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 tar- as terrible as it's going to sound, I think it's just let it go. I, I, this, I, I, mean, I completely agree 100%. Because, you know, I mean, like you go, well, some of the actors are not going to come back, obviously, for different shows or different right. like their movies or whatever, and they're not going to come back for that. So that's one problem you're going to have. Another problem is the fact that it's been, what, like, 18 years yeah. you know like and then you go you go well some of these actors have gotten on in in, in, in age sure you know so you go go it, it's not going to seem to have that same right style you know like it's you're going to see them older so you know you're going right. to go well, how, do you, how are you going to fix that problem and then it's just like you know when you go can you recreate that magic again like right know, like I, every once in a while i remember when nathan fillion has a whenever nathan fillion seems to have a tv show he tends to bring on people from Firefly to work with again. Mm. Um, I remember when he was on Castle, he had just about everybody on that show that worked at Firefly in one one form or another, just to have him on the show. Mm. Um, and fuck, I think in season one he went as he went for Halloween as his character from Firefly, and his daughter in the show was like, "Really, Dad? Again? Why don't you let it go?" <laughs> like <laughs> it was a, it was a great joke. You know, he's yeah. like, and as much as I like the show and as much as I adored the cast they have all gone on something else but in its core it was a space western yeah we have a space western now it's called The Mandalorian 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know if you could. I don't know if it's gonna if, if it would work nowadays like that. I think it would still work if it's the same format, but you would have to get a whole new cast. And I'm sure you know, like Nathan probably is a decent human being who loved that show and who supports everything that Josh does. If someone said, "Hey, do you want to be?" You can be the old Captain Mao, or you can at least be on an episode. He'd be like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Or maybe he's the ca- you know, he's the captain who hands off the serenity to somebody else. You know, like right. something. Somewhere is a, a, a torch passed, you know, a baton passed. But I don't. I, I do. Sometimes you just have to let TV shows marinate and be what they were because you're trying to recapture something that you know had enough controversy on when it was aired because they didn't air it in order. I think the first episode one was episode four. Like they didn't, they didn't give you the buildup of who these characters were, which is why it gave it such a confusion about the show. And then because it was on a Friday night, Friday night at nine o'clock was the death was yeah. was was death for for any show on Fox that had any kind of sci-fi you know genre to it. The moment it went to nine o'clock on on a Friday on Fox, it was oh, you're gonna be canceled soon. Yeah. Just, and if they're like, oh, we just didn't think it was right to have more than one sci-fi show. Really? Again, CW seems to be doing just fine with all their superhero shows. Right. They just canceled one and replaced it with another one. Like it's, they're like, yeah, CW's over there going, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Who who else we got? You know, like, yeah. What other yeah. character we can we yeah. pull out that, that uh, they won't do in movies? You know, doing TV. I am excited though for the for the seasons three of the Orville going on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> Which now makes it that you know I'm like all right I'm in. But speaking of Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. I saw this news article, and apparently, Seth, that lucky son of a bitch, leaves Fox after 21 years for a $200 million NBC Universal deal. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane will now be doing business with NBC Universal, having signed an overall deal with the company that is reportedly worth at least $200 million. According to. Um, TV Line's sister site, Deadline, um, the it's what we call it, the conglomerate news business division outbid twenty NBC Universal outbid 20th Century Fox Television, where McFarland had created a TV series of more than two decades. McFarland's deal with Fox expired in June, and his new pact with NBCU is said to span five years at an aforementioned nine-figure payday. Under the deal, McFarlane and his production company, Fuzzy Door, will develop and produce TV projects for NBCU's various networks and platforms, including the forthcoming Peacock streaming service, which is set to launch in April. During his time at Fox, McFarlane created and starred in series such as Family Guy, American Dad, and The Orville, the last of which is obviously moving to Hulu later this year for its third season. Despite his collaboration with NBC, McFarlane will continue working on the series he currently has at Fox. Um... He said this, uh, McFarlane said in a statement to Hollywood Reporter, I'm extremely honored to be partnering with Don Olmstead and the entire UCP team. My relationship with Universal predates this new chapter, uh, and if my experience produ- producing television with UCP is anything like the experience I've had producing films with the company, it will be, a ver- be an exciting and creatively fulfilling one for me and for Fuzzy Door. I'm especially inspired by all the opportunities that NBC Universal Content Studios has to offer with George uh, and Bonnie, at the helm, two other people. I will remain indebted to my good friend Dana Walden and the team at 20th for their collaborative partnership over the years. And I look forward to our continued work together on The Family Guy, American Dad, and The Orville. Huh. 
So it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm leaving, but I'm still, you know, I'm still going to do shit for those guys. I mean, it's probably part of the contract deal. But like, okay, I'll do this for you, but I can't leave. Those are my babies. Like, you know, Orville's already going to Hulu, you know, and, that, yeah. you know, because Fox decided they didn't want to pick up a third season. But somebody, somewhere. Well, they wanted it at a certain time. I mean, that's the thing. Right. Like, Fox really wanted, Fox wanted it at a certain time, and they were behind schedule because of everything else yeah, he's doing. special effects, yeah. and yeah, I get so it. They, so that they, they moved it to Hulu, <laughs> like, basically canceled it on Fox and put it to Hulu because it's right. like, you know, like Disney's going well. We we got to put it somewhere. You know, we're not going to waste this money. Basically, and take your time. We'll put it on Hulu because we ain't going to put it on Disney. You yeah, going plus. Yeah, I got my Emmy there. Um, so like the only the only thing I have to say about that is is, is like like he, he he's done like American Dad. He's done uh, Family Guy. Family Guy. You know, he's done. You know, the the like you said the Orville. Like he's done other stuff. He's like done a special, like right. there was a like well, yeah, singing was a Fox special. special. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was weird. Yeah, there was another like things he's put out on DVD that like I've bought. Like there was this one. It was like basically sight gags of like you know how they do the the cutaways in in right. uh, Family Guy. Like right. that's what right. it was. It's just a bunch of these cutaways, <laughs> and it was terrible. I, I mean, not gonna lie. I mean, like there was a couple laughs here and right. there, but it was just like. All in all, like like unless it was a setup somewhere else, like right. you know, I think, but it was. It was just those gags over and over again, and you go, ugh, and they were terrible. And then you go, it's so it's like, well, what is he going to do now for 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 NBC? Like like I don't know. I mean, yeah, but you figure the movies that he made with Universal, um, Ted Ted Two and A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, I think were the three movies that he made and for Universal. I th- I think NBC Universal. I want to say that's true. That could be wrong. Someone right now is fat checking me, going, "You moron, it's wrong." But I mean, apparently, if he's if if he's got such a good relationship with him, who knows? Maybe there'll be a How to Die in the West, you know, series. You know, a million ways to die in the West series because it could have it could spin off into a series. Ted can't. You can't have a Ted TV show. You know, unless that'd be, it, that'd be interesting to to see in a way. You know. You know, and also too, if he's going to be doing double and triple duty, because remember he still does the voice for Brian and Peter and Stewie. He's the voice of American Dad. He's got the Orville. So he's a busy man for two hundred million dollars at five years. Jeez, we're just trying to scrap a gig hosting the Oscars. <laughs> um, so good for him. I know some people can't stand them, but I I've never really, you know. He's kind of one of the comedians too. Well, one of the guys who've always kind of thrown other. Whole, ha- you know how they say the Simpsons has always predicted stuff. Yeah. To me, Family Guy was always the show that reminded you of stuff. Like, hey, this person's a piece of shit. Don't forget that. Like, <laughs> what's well, the thing? Like, he he did stuff. Like, they were they're now like the YouTube videos of him predicting things that actually happen right. you know like 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 maybe you know like he's got the inside track as well besides the right. predicting stuff now i'm just looking real quick as as uh as looking at my uh my right, bold prediction bold prediction here i'm, I'm trying to think here okay well as as uh, the filmography has is the uh stewie griffin the old toy story in 2005 hellboy to the golden army in 2008 i know i don't know if uh really yeah i don't That's know what true. that what he's what's involved he probably in a voice or something uh, then you got Futurama into the Wild Green Yonder, Drawn Together, the movie, the movie, uh, okay, Tooth Fairy, Ted, movie forty three, A Million Days Dollars or West, and Ted Two, Sing and Lucky Logan are the movies that he's a. 
thing, but I'm just curious to see if it gives me. Let's see, here we got. Right, well. Million Days Dodge West is. All right, well. Universal. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, it's probably where the the deal went with Ted and. I mean, if you just find on Ted, if, if Ted's Universal and Ted Two had to be Universal. <laughs> so, I'll put up Ted Two right now. Like John the... Kitty there that left. <laughs> uh, well, Ed, I'm gonna while you're looking. I'm... Universal again. Okay, so, so, I, was, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was right. Yeah, Look you're at right. Me. You're right. All right, Ed, I got something. Uh, we got E3 coming up. Yeah. And we have new systems coming out. Yeah. Guess what's not going to happen? Apparently, because you get you get ahead, get ahead. Um, what's not going to happen is Nintendo is not going to announce a new system. Uh, no, but that's, that's probably an accurate assessment. Maybe I don't know about well, that. We'll whole... get to that in a moment. But tell me, please tell me what I'm what, what the what the guess should have been. PlayStation reportedly skipping E3 2020. Really? I. According to two separate sources, this is from comicbook.com, so take this for a grain of salt, because sometimes they're kind of wishy-washy with their facts. According to two separate sources, PlayStation will not be attending E3 2020. If true, this will be the second year in a row the biggest player in console gaming will be, will be missing from what is generally seen as the biggest trade show in video games. Word of PlayStation skipping E3 again comes from way of VGC, who notes that it's heard from sources that Sony has no plans to return to the show this year. However, it also notes that other sources have claimed that while this is the case, a negotiation to return is still on the table. In other words, there's some conflicting information here, but it appears PlayStation has decided it doesn't need to participate at the video game Super Bowl. According to this claim, is adding to this claim is Wedbush Securities analyst Michael Patcher, one of the industry leading analysts, who also says, as far as he knows, they aren't attending, which he also believes is a big mistake. <clears throat> There's a quote here. As far as I know, they don't plan to attend. Uh, I think that's a huge mistake as their, quote, focus on the customer, quote, unquote, is not inconsistent, is not inconsistent, so that makes it is, is consistent, um, with their, uh, their attendance at the premier industry trade show. I hope they change their minds, but I'm skeptical. Um, okay, so... Uh... As alluded earlier, PlayStation skipped E3 in 2019, and, well, it didn't seem to hurt them. Rather, it was E3 that was drastically missing the presence of PlayStation. Not only does it cost a lot of money and resources to put on a big presser at E3, but you have to compete with for the industry's mind share with Nintendo, Xbox One, and even third parties. So maybe the bean counters over at PlayStation have determined it's simply not worth attending the show. Uh, further, this allows it to focus on the unconfirmed PS5 reveal event, in other words, rather than separate separate its eggs into two baskets, PlayStation can dump them all into the PS5 reveal event, which won't be undermined in any way by what Nintendo or Xbox or Ubisoft or Bethesda or whoever wants announced that day. Um, well, Ed, what do you think? Um, that, that's crazy. If, if they're in a shop, like like I understood last year because we were talking about this, I right. think last year, yeah. or, or you know, they weren't going to show up. And the reason, the main reason, was because it was a it was a non uh, system right. year, so they right. you know they were they were more focused on on doing. A, a, you need to move your phone away from. Yeah, the, I'm, <laughs> looking, I'm looking for a video here while while we're chatting, and, and you know it's uh, got yeah, the place in my hand. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think it's kind of last year made sense because you knew that it was the end of the PS4 
and rumors were already gathering around that they were working on the PS5. Now the rumors are more and more that it's, it's almost pretty much confirmed that a new system from Sony is coming out at the end of this year, at some point in the end of this year. Yeah. Why they chose to not make that that known at E3, I don't know. Like I didn't they just have their big, like not reveal, but I know that they had like a, a little show and dance about something. And they give like, hey, here's the here's what the PS5 logo is going to look like. Oh, it looks exactly like the PS4 logo, except now it's a five. So there you got that going. Um, and the internet seemed to be kind of crappy if, about it, but whatever. Right. Um, so I guess in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I guess at E3 they should show it off and give you price points and let you know when it'll be available and, and what games are going to be out for launch. Is it going to be backwards compatible? I mean, it makes sense for it to be backwards compatible to the PS4, but we also read and talked about the fact that they put in patents on being able to go back as far as the PS1 games. Yeah. You know, which makes me suspect, you know, that I'm like, well, can they do that? I mean, they can do that, but the hardware would have to be put inside that machine. Wouldn't it just be easier to have a, a, a converter? Like, you know. Well, it's the thing. Like, the, the, the hardware-wise... It's it's not it's it could be it could be done by software. That's that's where it's where it's mm. coming down to, and like you you can have the fastest processor in the world, but if the old game does is an older like was it for an older processor and right. you have the new one, right. yeah, it's gonna run like a thousand times faster and it's gonna be ridiculous. Really I remember back in the day, I think it was like the late eighties, I was playing games like a, from like a Windows three point one machine right. to like Windows ninety five, and it would go like. Zoom like you you couldn't like right, you would yeah. run and it looked like the Flash you right. know like running really fast right, right, and it right. wasn't supposed to and it would just like you would get from one side of the board like Magic playing Super Mario Brothers getting from one side of the board and the other board right, yeah. in two seconds like that's how it was like it was like yeah. and it was like it was wait. going faster than you could register it right because because of the the difference of, of processors and how, how that was developed through the through time so now they developed it where they 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 figured that out where they could slow down the processor basically based on the game and the, and the software that's being okay. used so you could make anything backwards passable without changing the hardware too okay. much just to doing it through the software so it's just right. it was a program they would have to write and it's basically like putting on a microchip that's okay so it's minuscule right so it's very doable um them not being at the show though is like a bad move I think in their part because if you want the world showcase that's where you go I mean right. like you know like if you want to announce it I mean though of course now that I'm saying that like you could just throw it out on YouTube or, or any social movement you're right nowadays do you really need a, an expo like that you can just go hey we're going to make an announcement on this day and then wait till E3 to just showcase games that are coming out for it yeah you know, like like hey two months ago we mentioned we, we brought here's the PS5 and here's it in works we're not going to tell you everything they could do because we already told you about that two months ago. But here's a lineup of games we got coming. Plus, also, I mean, if you think about it, half of the um, content that's on E3 is not, unless it's an exclusive title, like when Ubisoft comes out and they go, hey, here's the new Assassin's Creed game. It's going to be on the PS4 or the, the PS5 and the new Xbox. You don't have to sell it because you don't have to sell that system because Ubisoft technically is going to do it for you. Right. You know, it's like, well, we're going to showcase, you know, the new Tom Clancy game exclusively only for the PS5. Okay, well, that makes sense. You know, but if it's going to be like, hey, here's Forza, again, makes sense. Halo, it's going to be, you know, Xbox One stuff. But if, 
you know, somebody comes out and goes, like, I'm making this game, Geeksters, the video game, and it's going to be on all, you know, it's, it's going to be available for the PS5, the Xbox, whatever, and the Nintendo Switch. My advertisement's already been paid for by them just because they're showing it. Yeah. You know? And I guess it depends on which version of the system runs the best is the one that they'll show that's, like, they can sit there and go, in-game footage from the PS5. And you'd be like, ooh, that looks great. And in-game yeah. footage from the Xbox One, whichever one pays them more to actually do it, or whichever one the developers felt the best version of their game would be. Right, right. Because, I mean, like, like I, I, like thinking back at, like, past E3s that I watched, you know, and basically, like, a lot of press conferences, like, like yeah, like the only thing you, the only benefit of of PlayStation being there or Sony being there or like Nintendo being there is showing off companies that wouldn't have their own conferences. Like you right. know, like, like Bethesda has their own, and and uh, um, uh, I can't think of any other other major manufacturer any uh, publishers are out there, but they they would have their own conferences. So you would you would see all the games. So like 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 I remember like the one E three watching Nintendo's. Like there were smaller people that would come out, like smaller developers that they've bought yeah. into or 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 or, or uh, acquired, and they're talking about the game that they're going to do, and that's like exclusively for Xbox or exclusively for, you know for PS. So you go, oh, okay, like you know, like that's it's a manufacturer, it's a publisher, a minor publisher right. that's coming out for specifically that system that you would never known about, and it's kind of giving publicity. It's trying to sell that game for that system. And that's that's I think the only advantage. But I mean, like to show off the play, PlayStation Five, like I mean, it's like maybe they're not ready for it. Like you know, like, uh, like yeah, that's the thing. Like like you don't know what the interface is going to look like. Like we, you know, is it going to be the same interface as we have the PS Five versus you know the PS Two, the PS Three? You know, like like they they were all slightly different. I mean, they, I mean they're all different. I shouldn't say slightly. Different. <laughs> they were all right. different in a way. But like. You know, like, w- like, what are we going to like? Like, Microsoft went a direction with Xbox. They wanted to make it more of an entertainment center than just a video game system. Like, they wanted to have like right. your cable system to go through it, or yeah, you know, stream. The Xbox service. was called the One because they wanted it to be your one entertainment place. Right. Yeah, I remember that. So you know, so like that was like their big showcase. But I mean, like I remember like one of the last big PlayStation ones that was memorable was they were talking about the View. Right, like you know, when that was coming out, like having TV on your PlayStation, you know, and then you know, like when other markets came out of Roku and and the streaming stuff for uh, 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 Fire Sticks for uh, uh, Amazon, that you could have still have it there, you know, like and it was just like you know a, a whole a concept that I don't think uh, to me at the time was like way before its time, you know, it was like like Netflix I think was it, and you were like this was like the first television like online right. stuff that they were doing. But you go, that was like probably the big one, like one of the last big moments Sony had. Yeah. You know, and it probably the cost for them to do that because they have to set up a stage show. Right. And do all this. Yeah. Well, that's you what, know, you know, the uh, production number on an E3 thing, you got to spend money to, you know, be, put it all out there. Right. Yeah. So it thought the cost may be too much. And you go, yeah, we're just gonna, like, we have our fans, we have a loyal base. People are going to buy our system just because they're Sony people. And that's it, you know. And other people are going to buy it because they're going to. There's exclusivity games that they're going to see on a, on a t, on an ad somewhere that they want to play, and they're going to have to buy it, right? You know, like like at that point, you go, why do we need to show up and show it off? Right. I kind of feel like it's one of those things where it's like we're PlayStation. You already know what we're about. 
here's what you know here's what the new systems we can make the press conference ourselves this is what the new system is going to be like and leave it at that See, we don't we don't have to we don't have to come out there and go look at us please buy us because you're going to buy us anyway but that's the thing i enjoyed i enjoyed the last console drops the ps4 and xbox <laughs> right. one because you know microsoft shot themselves in the foot in the way you right. know like, like, uh, put their foot in their mouth by like you know oh you want discs you could always go back to the yeah. xbox 360 and you go fuck you like you're not going to make new games for that like right. you know, like like, <laughs> like well that's not going to go on forever and like uh, gamestop's going to stop selling that shit once the xbox one stuff comes out right and then you go and you, it's like you download everything and you go well no because i don't have a great line that you know right there's it, a lot of people out in the midwest that don't have good internet connections so they still require they don't want the whole digital download stuff. Right. It's easier for them to have a disc. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then you know Sony watched it and walked out and go, you know, oh, we have you know discs. And it was like it was like yeah. that, that like thing you I go. Remember that. Yeah, they're like, hey, you want to share with your friend? This is how you do it. Here you go. You're like, ooh, burn right. at the last minute, burn. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like they 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 learned a lot and like and they put it together in a few minutes, basically, or the next day, I think it was, or I don't remember what. It, which it was the same day or different day, whatever. But it's like they they put something together that made them make Xbox look bad. And you go, right? There you go. Like like that's what you <laughs> need to do. You like you need to show up just so you can make Xbox. Look bad. <laughs> you can just you know you got, you got to throw shade. That's all what it's all about. Right. You got to throw shade. Uh, speaking of shade, Ed, I got two more articles. Okay. Um, actually, actually more than two, three articles. But I'm gonna see. Oh, but I wanted to real quick. I oh, just yeah. I just wanted to drop this in real quick. There was a there was a guy in in his it's RGT85. He's a he's a video blogger okay. on YouTube, and he was talking about because apparently last year they were thinking that that Microsoft was going to or not Microsoft Nintendo was going to come out with a high def. Uh, uh, yeah, it was called the Pro. It was the, right. the, the Switch Pro, and he thinks that maybe this year might be the year that the, the <laughs> Pro comes out because of the the basically the the quality of the um uh, the new systems right and and for for Nintendo to keep up with those systems especially if they they're, they're going to do these third party kind of deals that they might you know do it so it's something that you know I just wanted to throw out there that you know like Nintendo might might throw that out there like cuz I did say at the beginning they might not have a you know system right. but you never know like you know I I I, I doubt I, it I don't think so. Um, you know what? If um, every once in a while, I, when my my Nintendo rep comes in, I'll ask him. All right, yeah. <laughs> just just you know, they might keep it a secret. It might be the because that's the thing. I don't think they. I think they. I think they have a booth at the E three, but I don't think they have a conference. I think they do that that video conference uh, online type of thing. Because I remember Reggie when he right. was running it. He would come out. And it wasn't a, a like I think they did the press conference and then they stopped doing it for a while. And they were just right. doing the the kind of like the what they call the directs, the Nintendo directs, and that was pretty much it. That's all they they did. They don't do the E three elaborate shows anymore. And I think they have the yeah. booth though to the, the I think the clubhouse or something like that, a treehouse or something okay. like that, that they did and to show off their games. And that was pretty much it. Like that's all they really they did. So. I'll, you know, maybe, maybe that's the way it is. Maybe, maybe we won't see an E three. Right. Maybe we're 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 coming now to a part of the how old things used to work. Yeah. Maybe we're just looking at a, a new way of of you know of doing things now. Maybe they're just like, look, we don't have to. That's old and antiquated. We want to be future looking, and 
you know, maybe that'll work. <laughs> I, I think I really do. I think the the whole E3 thing though is the fact is is that the since there is no platform, well now there is, but like at one point there was no platform to see it on. Right. You know, like like you just got news articles. That was it. Right. Like I think when when G four did it, you could watch you could watch days and days of e, of. Uh, right. It, it was be it would go on all weekend long and, live at E three, and they would it would air all the all the keynote speakers. Right. They would do yeah. they do all the press conferences. They rerun them. They would they would do like like uh, uh, they would have all the the, the developers, the press, uh, the the publishers there talking about their games and, and, and doing it that way and you got more information yeah. and it was great and then like it went away and then like YouTube kind of takes it over I'm watching it that way and I can actually now stream it on my Roku right. and enjoy it that way but you go at the same time you're like you know it's, it's like it's it's not a mass right. you know type of thing like gamers like us are online now so they can do a lot of that stuff but it just kind of sucks we can't like watch it on the t- like a TV show yeah. or like a, a format like that all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off with this one because this one's a quick one. Okay. Because the other two articles that I have, I think we probably spend more a longer time on. Yeah. Than I think needed <laughs> in the time allotted that we have. Okay. Um. Ed, let me ask you a question. Um, you were a fan of Big Bang Theory, right? Yeah. Um, are you a fan of, of Young Sheldon? I, I kind of am. I haven't watched an episode. I've, I've I haven't the, watched an episode, but kind of am a fan. I, I watched the first ep- few episodes and like like a like some of the most of the first season, and I haven't really caught the second season because I'm like, oh, I'll just catch it. I'll just stream it on Hulu and you know and, and catch it up that way. Actually, I can't do that, can Because it's a C. No wait, what? What's it's a CBS show, isn't it? It's an NBC. No, I think it might be CBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 bound that night. Oh, okay. Um, well, Ed, I guess things that are young are also good because NBC, I'm I'm not even going to give you the headline. I'm just going right into the meat of the article already. NBC has given a straight to series order to the comedy Young Rock starring, well, from Dwayne Johnson and fresh off the boat creator. Um, I'm going to screw up the person's first name, so I'm just going to call him Khan. Um, written by Khan and Jeff Chang. Uh, the single camera comedy will con- will chronicle Johnson's younger years. The actor and former pro wrestler is set to appear in all eleven episodes. Executive producers of the series include Khan, Johnson, Chang, Danny Garcia of Johnson Steven uh, Johnson Seven Bucks Production, uh, Hiram Garcia, Ben Gerwitz, and Jennifer Carreras. The show will be produced by Universal Television, Seven Bucks, and Khan's Fierce Baby Productions. So what are you looking for? I'm good going. I'm, right. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Uh, NBC Entertainment Chairman Paul Tegley announced the news at the Television Critics Association press tour on Saturday. Uh, he attempted to FaceTime with Johnson from the stage to make the announcement together, but technical issues derailed the bit. Fortunately, Johnson was still able to deliver his message to reporters via a recorded message later that day. Uh, the new series extends NBA, NBC's friendship with Johnson, who currently hosts the game show The Titan Games for the network. <laughs> uh, uh. Let's see. Is there, yeah, I wish there was, there was the video for it. I would like to have seen that uh, announcement. But he's so polite and all. So, um, there you go, Ed. So it looks like we're going to have a little baby, little baby rock, a little child rock TV show. <laughs> 
Wow. Some, I mean, like, look, I'm a fan of Dwayne. I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of The Rock, fan of Dwayne Johnson. I, you know, his movies for a while were all like for me hits. Then he kind of he's in a he's been in a slump lately. Yeah. And I'm like, would I watch a Young Rock? I mean, he's supposed to be appearing in all eleven episodes, which means it's probably like him introducing intro and outroing the show probably at some point in time or at least being a voiceover that's the thing i'm, I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm feeling, thinking i'm thinking I'm he's voiceover. voiceover right that's that I'm, I'm saying he probably walked in and was like hey you know what i got an idea for a show um your young sheldon's doing really really good for you how about a young rock show we'll do it like growing pain not growing pains what was that uh the, the show with the kid we'll do it like the goldbergs yeah you know where i'll come in and i'll do the voiceover how it was when i was younger maybe like on the what made me want to become a wrestler and things like that it'll be funny with a touch of heart to it and it's you know it, it can focus on my culture over in hawaii and, and how i was raised by my father or becoming from a big wrestling family my wacky relatives that would come in it'd be great and someone went okay <laughs> i just what's the same like like you you stamp rock's name on anything and uh-huh. you and you go and you go. Well, you you can't say no. Like 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 I I, I mean, of course you know Frog said fuck you. You know how many times I heard no. You know <laughs> right. Like, there's a lot of things I I pitched and it went nowhere. Um, but that's the thing. Like like you you because I mean like it's like from what I know from the Rock. Like I've I've seen some stuff like talking about his past and all. He had a colorful past, so sure. it wasn't like. It wasn't like a vanilla, you know, or you know, chocolate, you know, world. It was, it was very, very like out there, you know. And some, yeah. Sometimes, so you you go, well, it would be interesting as a comedy, you know, like if you could make fun of it in a way. Sure, okay, you know, and then like, yeah, he's pretty good to do voiceover work. So like, wait, it's not going to really slow down his movie career, right? Anyway. <laughs> right. It's it's yeah. I, I could do. The, I got a, I got an afternoon. What do I need to say? Yeah. I got an in, intro talk over eleven shows. Yeah, sure, I could do that. In, yeah, in two I, hours. I, I, could, I could I could burn that through an afternoon, a weekend, right. you know, somewhere, you know. I could do that while I'm flying to my next gig. Right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I, I got to I got to fly to Taiwan, so it's about seventeen hours. So I can I can do that, you know. But but that's the thing. Like you go you go. There's there's a point where you go. Oh, I don't know. Like like you know like like I'm 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 intrigued. I'm interested. I, I probably <laughs> watched the first episode just to see. I'm like well, I'm like well, I gotta see this because it's kind of like it's kind of it has to be like a train wreck. And you go uh, yeah. Like How'd you missed the train wreck. Like everybody's gotta watch it. But you, you, you go, you, that's the thing, like, like maybe that's the hook that will get you in, and now I watch right. every episode, you go, you know, it was a really good episode, and I'm going to watch the rest of the series. Right, or this, this is so crazy, I have to see the next one so we can talk about it on the show. Right. Like, next thing you know, you, you're an inadvertent fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm going like, oh my God, I watched it, it was actually pretty good. Like, I, I've watched the Young Sheldon show, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's amusing, I'm not like a, a super duper fan, and a part of me is just like, well, I'm a fan of The Rock, so maybe I might enjoy it, depending on... Who they get to be him? I guess. Like, who who do you get to play the Rock as a kid? I, I mean, like <laughs> it's, it's just gonna be funny to see like the scrawny little kid, you know? Cause, right? Because you know, it's like uh-huh. he's not like, it's not gonna be like this big muscle bound kid walking in, you know? Like how great? No, I, you know what? Hi, fuck I'm you, the Rock. Fuck you, I'm in. Do that special effects now. Throw a shit ton of money at that and get a good kid actor to put him in a mocap suit and have him be like a miniature version of the Rock. Hi, I'm the Rock. Uh, you know, like, just yeah. sitting there, all muscles, got the tattoos and everything, you know? <laughs> Mom, what are you cooking? I smell. What my mom is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> just, just I can just see him, just all I can get a miniaturized version of him, just walking around. I'm in. 
If it's that show, I'm done. Count, sign me up. But it's not. You know, I know it's not. It's gonna be some 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 kid, some scrawny kid who's gonna be watching. Like they'll probably get some real wrestlers, you know, to play his family. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it's just gonna be funny because you're probably gonna see the first scene like this big muscle bound kid. And you go, you think that was me when I was a kid? <laughs> right. And you see this little scrawny little. Right. You, it's we call it. You, you see just for like from the neck. You just see the chest. And you're walking. You probably think that was me back in back in the '80s. But then you know, and all of a sudden, the guy makes a hard left, and there's this short. You have to pan the camera down yeah. for this scrawny little kid. That was me back in you know back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you wonder how I got so big. Follow me on the journey. Yeah, <laughs> you can see why I only had one destiny was to become the greatest entertainer of all time. <laughs> Follow me as we come on that you young rock. I think they missed out on the perfect title. Pebbles. <laughs> I mean, not to be confused with Fred Flintstone's daughter, but I think if you named it Pebbles, it would be like, what? And it's Young Rock is Young Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Missed out, NBC. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, uh, there's time to change. There's time to change. I'm just going, dear Dwayne, dear Mr. Johnson, I feel like this is Sean from Geeksters. Uh, I know you never heard of me, but I figure I'm hoping that right now I will get a lot of a lot of play. Why haven't you named the show? I'm very happy to see that you're coming back to television in the form of Young Rock. It's great and all, but I have a question about the title. Why didn't you call it Pebbles? <laughs> Sin. I dare you to say that. I dare you. I triple dog dare you. Where's my Twitter account? Dear at the Rock. You know, question. Saw an article about the Young Rock show. Super excited. But question. How come you didn't call it Pebbles? Sin. <laughs> See what happens. Hashtag Geeksters. <laughs> I would love to hear. I would love to hear a response. <laughs> I might. Maybe when I get home, I'll be like, "Baby, never guess what I said." She's like, "Do it." I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna do it right now." At the Rock. <laughs> Look for hashtag Geeksters. Hashtag The Rock. Hashtag Pebbles. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Oh, maybe I'll. Maybe I will do it. Just to see if I get a response. <laughs> Like, oh, Pebbles is a great name, Sean. That's awesome. I think we'll take your account. You can send a check. <laughs> like, you know what, sir? You don't have to send a check. That one's on the house. <laughs> Just mention us. Just mention Sean, Ed, Geeksters. Boom. Done. <laughs> in fact, I'll give me here. What's your phone number? I'll call you in on the show. I'll be like, oh, Ed, you'll never guess what I got. I got the rock. If you smell what the Geeksters cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rock. We're buddies now. We're buddies. <laughs> and look, you, we gotta be buddies. You're buddies with Kevin Hart. He's from the same town as I'm in town. We got connections, Rock. <laughs> Except no one probably calls him Rock anymore. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, please. We're big, I'm a big fan. Big fan. I saw you once, King of Prussia Mall. You just became champ. You had a busted arm, but it was super cool. Me, you, super nice guy. It was awesome. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Of course not. Why would you remember this? 
<laughs> See now, now listen. If Sean crashes and burns in his own fantasy, <laughs> 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 or as Gene Simmons once said to a fan, "If you had my life, would I remember you?" <laughs> if you had my life, would you remember me? Would you remember you? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note thanks for listening to the show you've been listening to Geeksters um, if you haven't already known that by now we have a Facebook page it's called Geeksters Radio give us a like follow us on Twitter at Geeksters don't forget if you have any comment for Ed or anything you'd like to see or hear on the show you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com and it's S-H-A-W-N Excelsior It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.